We are back. All of us are here. Every single one of us. It's another week in the books. And the nerds are all here. Yeah. <laughs> Just another normal episode. No shenanigans or funny business going on. We're here for you, nerds. I believe it's episode 163 this week. We're nerds. I'm just on that platform. Nope. Go ahead, Jimmy John. I was going to say, this is the uh, episode titled The Multiverse of Madness. Yes, this is our... (laughs) Our Multiverse of Madness episode. What's up, everybody? I'm Jester954 here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Jean-Claude Van Damme Miller, and everyone's favorite camping Viking, Jimmy's John, James, Wasteland Viking. And we're all here. I'm also here. Just know that. (laughs) I'm not leaving in the middle of this episode. All right. The joke's joke's out there. Uh, I am only here for half an episode because we are recording a little early. I will be traveling for work all week and we did not want to miss a week and i've never missed an episode so yeah we felt like it was important to keep that streak alive fuck yeah dude and also we just got a bunch of dc stuff so we figured you got to be here to talk about that so we can talk about the ridiculous amount of dc information that they just dropped on us and then you don't have to be here for my review of fear because i went and saw fear in the theater and spoilers (laughs) it was bad was very bad. <laughs> you said you were going to see it, and I was like, but why, though? <laughs> it okay. looks so bad. <laughs> I went to see it because it's a horror movie, and I like horror movies, and I didn't watch the trailer or know anything. I, I just like read a synopsis that's like, whatever your fear is will kill you. So I'm like, oh, okay, that'll be a good <laughs> generic horror movie. And I went and saw it, and it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. And- in fairness to you, like we do both enjoy generally shitty horror. You know, like we're we're cool with the shitty horror movie, right? Yeah. Like we saw Smile and we both enjoyed it. And Smile, in fairness to itself, was actually good. It was actually a pretty good movie. It was not oh, yeah. as bad as what you would assume. So I think you thought this was going to be another one of those, but this is a different movie. So you will talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and we will talk about James Gunn's confirmation of his upcoming DC slate. That's kind of the uh, the big news this week. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, before we got to that, though, I did want to bring something up. So the other day, I'm like, I'm streaming. I'm like, hey, let me go take a quick break real quick. And I go, I'm looking on my phone, and I, I run across like this Twitch drama going out. Uh, I, I mean, this is kind of a thing maybe for your other podcast, Not Safe Safe Space, to talk about. But apparently there's this drama. Just give me your thoughts on this thing. So there's a famous Twitch streamer. Don't know who this guy is. Don't know his name. Don't care. And apparently, and he like he's on stream and he's crying. And his wife is there and they're crying together. And apparently the, the what had happened was was what had happened <laughs> is, was is, is uh <laughs> it was like two in the morning he was streaming and he clicks his other monitor by mistake and people see his screen right (laughs) so he's a famous he's a famous twitch influencer streamer guy and obviously he's probably friends with other famous twitch people as well so his computer was on a porn site with that was basically themed around deep fakes and it was on a video of a deep fake <laughs> lesbian scene of Pokimane and another famous girl streamer that apparently he like is friends with. 
and people immediately clip the screen and start blasting it everywhere and he gets like blasted for it right so obviously what what do you do when that happens you obviously pull your wife into your next stream and then profusely apologize while she's like sitting behind him and they're both like crying i'm thinking i feel bad for the wife because i'm like does she want to be there like sobbing crying on screen and he's like profusely apologizing and and i'm just gonna say fuck this guy because he's not owning it because what he's saying is is he's going look it was two look it was two in the morning listen to what this guy says it was two in the morning and um i have been looking and researching into all this ai stuff and like <laughs> i was yeah sure okay i was on a regular porn site i was on pornhub and there was an advertisement about like ai uh deep fake stuff with different people's faces and i was just uh, since i was since i was so deep in the research about ai things that i just wanted to see what it was like and I, it wasn't that so instead of just saying that he was watching I mean, I didn't even know there was deep fake porn like that. I know that they make it, but I didn't really know people. Yeah, I didn't know it was it. good. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. know it was like something. Real. I didn't know people were like, I want to see Hermione and fucking <laughs> like put Hermione's on Jenna Jameson's body. I like to call her Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. <laughs> Uh, I want to see her more. It sounds like you know what I mean? yeah. it sounds like a fucking insult or something. I don't know but, what it sounds like, but it's... so. But what I was thinking was is like so he's like saying like he's like ranting about how you know how it is in our chat we don't tolerate any kind of inappropriate stuff and this and that and we ban people for being inappropriate and we don't do out of nowhere he randomly says and I've never done anything I've never made seat sniffing jokes hey man. <laughs> Hey man, hey man, yeah, that sounds like you've sniffing? definitely done that. What's that? <laughs> right. I don't even know what that's about. But no. um, I'll tell you something. My buddy, and this is just random because you said seat sniffing. My friend, when he was a kid, his mom told him that he used to be able to tell who had sat in a seat based oh on smelling it. <laughs> Jesus. Yikes. So it, weird. It, it's creepy, but I mean, he was a little kid, you know. What I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it wasn't like he. Uh, I mean, it's creepy that he was a little kid, or whatever. Well, but maybe he means it he wasn't could tell because, like, his grandma wears a certain perfume or something. I don't think he's there, like, taking. I don't the, know, bro. The bouquet of someone's <laughs> waft. I don't know, but the guy is like. Well, so I heard about this through um, coverage of the responses. Yeah, and that's how I saw it. There was like a tweet huh. of a guy making fun of the the one girl crying and everyone was like that's horrible and yeah. i thought it was one of the girls one of the women that were in the deep fake fi- like crying about it but it was his wife it's his wife so all these people were defending like were like how dare he you know how dare they make fun of this girl and and honestly his wife's a victim too if if she didn't know he was sitting around watching their friends Hold like on, deep but... fake porn you know what i mean like it's shitty. It's not like she had she's a part a in it per se. Not I mean, a victim, but she's yeah. she's not a she's not part of the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If she knows that it's happening, she's a piece of shit, right? But what I mean is, like in that, she's a victim of like he did something shitty to her too. Is what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, it depends on if she's okay with him watching porn. Well, like yes. he had brought up like I was just on right. a normal porn site, which is like okay, porn is normal, but it's the fact that it's deep fake porn of of people he knows. So I guess that's when it becomes dicey. 
Like I don't that, even know. Like, it's like, tough, man. Because I know that's that's all different. Because some couples <clears throat> may not be okay with it. Like, like if there's a well couple, and I, you're like, hey, I want to jerk off to pictures of my friend's girlfriend. Like, hey, that's not cool. But some couples maybe yes. think it's cool. Right. I, I don't think know. Porn is one thing, right? Like, it's not like he's victimizing his wife by watching porn. That's not what I mean. Yeah. What I mean is, in that moment. He was doing something shitty, and his wife is another person caught in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But I don't know which, why he so, like, her we shouldn't make it. fun of her reacting to that, right? Like that's bad. But like everyone was acting like she was one of the the people that he was like watching deepfakes of, and if she was crying as a result of that, if one of those women was crying finding out someone they thought was their friend was watching deepfake for them, which is probably pretty Creepy. like horrible to even know exists, right? Like yeah. Well, that's what he brought up is like it's it's uh, it's the girls, Pokimane and the other chick are victimized by this deep fake porn. Yes. Because their likenesses are put on these other bodies and it's a weird new form of sexual harassment, I guess. I guess to me, like, I don't know, man. What if there was like, I don't know. You like curiosity, right? Yeah. (laughs) well, I no, know these so, people. I wonder what it looks like. <laughs> so I will tell you, um, I, I have, uh, I have felt bad because, like, when Jennifer Lawrence's nudes were leaked by you know the fappening, I looked at them, and then I felt really bad because afterwards she was like, "Yeah, everybody that looked at them, you fucking did this." You know what I mean? Like oh, you're yeah, part she of the said, problem. Like, you committed a sex hate, sex crime against me, or and something. it's. It's kind of true, like yeah. It's well, in, revenge. In today's, you know what I mean. In today's crazy, weird, technological, progressive world, there are new things now. Like a sex yeah. crime isn't only like attacking someone in the train station. It includes yes. right. Right. digital, kind of weird digital, yeah, shit like digital this. harassment and whatever. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she really kind of opened my eyes to it, and so mm-hmm. it it is just. It's different out here now, you know, like and you have to be cognizant of the fact that it's a different world. It's a different world than where you come <laughs> from. Um, But yeah, yeah, so that's that's kind of where I'm at is like, I think it's it's pretty shitty. And if he had just if he had just owned the fact that like, hey, yeah. I saw this and I didn't I looked at it and I didn't think about it. Right. Like I didn't willfully go like I'm going to hurt Jennifer Lawrence and look at this right, these pictures right, right. of her. I saw it and I was like, "Hell yeah, like, you know, I've always thought she was hot. I want to see her naked." I didn't think I thought I felt I thought selfishly, you know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. thinking about like what does this mean to this hu- living human being, <laughs> this like living breathing person who's yeah, you know like, "Oh, the pictures are already there. Damage yes. has been done. I might as well take a look." Yes. That was where my mind went selfishly, you know? Yeah. Um, right. So Gosh, what a dick. I, <laughs> I can understand, right? Like, had he just said, yeah, man, I fucked up. Like, I did this. I didn't really think about what that means, you know? Like, yeah. then See, you'd have a little bit more respect for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, my thing, too, is... Why make I don't know about maybe I'm I'm guessing it was her idea, but why bring your wife on stream? 
Yeah, yeah. That, that just, seems weird. It's really bizarre because if you look at it, it's really kind of sad because he's in, he's like in front of the camera and he's like crying and fuck him because the, the the whole it was 2 a.m. and I was just researching AI. No, shut the fuck no, up, dude. Like I said, that's right. what I'm saying. Had he just had the respect for his audience and for people like the world to be honest and say, hey, I fucked up. Like I looked it's at this. It's just not his like Twitch community's like business. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's, it's like completely set up. If is this like that's a, another thing, yeah. Was you it know, a setup? Way to get clicks. Yeah. We're talking about that's him. True. I don't know his name though, but yeah, and uh I mean, that's the part that I was kind of like, I don't know, man, like it's you could just own it and be like, all right, man, you got me. You saw my screen fucking fine. You know, it's not like it's so I mean, yes, the whole digital thing of like looking at it is wrong because you're it's this new form of digital sexual harassment. But like. It's not that far of a stretch to be like, okay, dude, yeah, they're they're hot, famous Internet personality women. You were curious, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if he had respect for them and his audience and said, look, I'm going to apologize to my friends who I did this to. You know what I mean? I, I looked at this. It's shitty for them. So I'm sorry to them. That's it. Like, I'm sorry. No one should be looking at this stuff. Whatever. You know, like address it in that way. Like, hey, right. Don't look at deep fake porn. I, this is a lesson learned. You learn it with me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Look at the I shame learned it. I have to go through right now and yes. see that it's not worth it. I have to work on my relationship with my wife, you know, my friendships with these women and all this stuff, all because of curiosity. It was late at night. I saw it and I thought, I wonder what that's like. But I didn't think about mm-hmm. what it meant. You know, <laughs> that's it. Right. The yeah. end. Everyone's like, cool. Yeah. Instead, you try to hide it. You try to like turn it into, right. oh, but the thing is, I was doing the. You weren't doing shit, you liar. You're beating <laughs> your dick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> See, in, if your anything, <laughs> do it the old-fashioned way. Cut their pictures out of magazines and paste them onto <laughs> Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Do it that yep. way, dude. <laughs> and also, don't share your screen when you're fucking yeah. streaming if you're famous. Like, look, dude, yeah. I would just shared my screen with you guys trying to figure out this stuff. Also, mind the audio today if it's kind of weird. We're, you know, it's multiverse of madness going on, multi nerds of madness. <laughs> the um, multi nerds of madness. <laughs> yeah. But, like, hey, I know to keep this laptop that I have here that I use for, for podcasts and shit, there's no titties on here. There's no weird yeah. shit. There's no wacko shit. There's a laptop under my bed. Better not open that one. <laughs> but this laptop is strictly, you know what I mean? Strictly dickly, man. Like, don't yeah. get it twisted. You should know a lot better than to do that. It's like seeing the the one where the well, the, the high school teacher all... showed Honestly, his screen. Though, Did you ever see that one? No, but it's also like, why, why are you watching? Why are you looking at shit like that? You know what I mean? Like, bro, you're fucking streaming. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> you're about to stream. Why would you even have that shit up? Well, it's like this one. And not like, not like, oh, why would you look at that? That's disgusting. It's more like, why you're about to stream, my guy. Yeah. And you're <laughs> a famous you streamer. Looking? So that's your job. So you're at work right now. Yeah. And, right. and like, it's like there's one out there where with like a fucking teacher and he's he's projecting his computer screen on the board and he fucks up and does not realize they can see both of his monitors. And he has Pornhub, and it's like hot, 
barely legal teenage like it's like <laughs> it's like describing yeah, it's like the school he wants to fuck his kids like I, like students. I believe yeah. he might have been a college professor and it said like hot college chicks getting fucked and oh, it was like geez. and it was like on a video of like hot college chicks getting fucked and it's like bro you're yeah. you're a college teacher in the middle of teaching class you really can't wait till you get home to do that <laughs> well that's to- again we were talking about this last week imagine ruining your entire life cuz you're fucking horny <laughs> that post right. nut dog yeah <laughs> to get a little nut out dude like <laughs> oh little... man i really i'm really horny let me look at these videos that <laughs> if people see me looking at this i am absolutely fucked you're fucked <laughs> and then for that to happen and it become viral so like yeah. even if you go and get another job or some shit like you're fucked now dude i don't know cut pictures out of magazines I did see that though. I, I I saw someone making fun of her uh, of the wife, and that's that's fucked that's up. where it's like, yeah, that's. I mean, if she knew about it and she like, if she was fake crying to save their careers, then fuck her too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if she really doesn't right. care, it's like whatever. But you know, we'll probably give them give her the benefit of the doubt because we don't know that she was necessarily doing anything too shitty. You know, mm-hmm. other than being married to someone who's potentially a dickhead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the only thing I saw about it. And, you know, it's interesting. We are going to do an episode about AI porn. Uh, that's coming up, actually. Um, so I I didn't know any of this existed, to be honest. I <laughs> this knew is all... the concept of it, but I didn't know that it was this advanced. But you got to mm-hmm. think of it. It's got to be. It's super advanced. Those people doing like the like the one Instagram Tom Cruise guy. Have you seen that guy? Yeah, he's that's really good. And it's like, bro, there's have you seen how how detailed like CGI porn gifts and shit? They'll like pop up on Reddit and shit every now and then because I'm on some weird shit like 4chan type shit. (laughs) And it's like, yo, what nerd is out here 3D modeling? Bro, this is like PS6 graphics. Like you're sitting around modeling crazy shit. And you have to remember pornography drives technology. Yeah, it drove it, it drove the Betamax into VHS into DVD like pornography. It um, pornography is what drove streaming and and them figuring out the, the how to get streaming to shit to work right. If you remember when YouTube was brand new and like barely fucking working, shit like RedTube was popping, no yeah. ads, perfect streaming. It, it's because pornography definitely does. Uh, like set the pace for technology to grow. So if you see this fucking face swapping shit where my friend can be like, look, I'm Harrison Ford on my Snapchat and he can make a little video, send me "Hey, Chewie, we're home. And I'm like, Oh, that's funny. It's Harrison Ford. I can only imagine what these nerds are doing with porn where, Mm -hmm. yeah, they can just put your face on another body. I don't know. And imagine these celebrities where they can take 200, uh, like, what is the word? 200 examples of Jennifer Lawrence's face from every angle, from every whatever, feed it to a system and just be like, here, plaster it on this similar looking person. And then they go in afterwards, crop it, make sure the shading's good and boom. And now with the goddamn voice shit, have you seen the, how, have you seen recently how far the voice thing has gotten? Joe Rogan. It was really funny. Dude, it's crazy. These programs, they just, they, all they need is like a, a three second, but like, fuck it, give it a 10 second clip well, no. of anyone. Think about, think about Joe Rogan. Imagine how much 
available content there is for them to you like take and make into you know AI directed uh deep fakes like you could literally ruin his life pretty easily and pretty effectively you know what I mean like yeah it would be hard to be like no that's fake it's like mm, is well, it he has the masters. <laughs> like there's video of him for thousands and hundreds of thousands of yeah. hours I'm sure audio like you could deep fake an episode of Joe Rogan experience with him and probably a guest because he's had enough people yeah. on yeah, multiple times. Three hours at a time. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's but, what I'm so the thing is, I'll say like, no, because he has the masters. So he can always be like, no, here's the shit. He's smart enough to do that. But the majority of the public of people don't care. They'll, yeah. they'll believe whatever they see first. And even once you come out and disprove it and show them the truth, it's too late. Damage is done. That's why a lot of times when it's like accusations, you but you don't even get accused even if you're innocent of anything. Because even if you're proven innocent afterwards, too late, dog. You have the stink of accusation on you and you're fucked anyways. Yeah. So if they make a good enough video of him, I'm, I don't know. He's kind of untouchable. Remember that when they pulled all his N-words into one like three-minute video? Because Joe used to love he's... to like say it in reference to the word. He wouldn't be afraid yeah. of referring to the word. He's like... You look. You're not using it in a bad way. You're use, you're just saying what the word is, and he, but when you put him doing that for three minutes straight, it's pretty bad. I mean, he survived that though. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's gonna be a time where people are gonna be able to make, you know, a pretty convincing uh, deep fake of of Rogan saying some horrible shit because yeah. there's yeah. so much and. Yeah, it'll be pretty money, though too at this point. Yeah, I mean at that point it won't really matter cuz yeah. he's super rich and it's whatever but it'll be it'll be interesting to see where the world kind of ends up with that kind of shit, you know? Right. Yeah. It'd be cool to like in a few years it's like your own Joe Rogan episode app and you just like <laughs> like you I could be like like yeah, like it'll be like all right, Aaron <laughs> It's going to turn your face camera on and like you be Joe and then pretend you're Joe and interview me and then we talk and then they'll just conjure up like Joe talking like and they can mm-hmm. even have his body and his mannerisms. Yeah, that kind of all that shit's everything's going to happen. The Internet's going to get wilder and wilder. And I think one day it's, it's all going to open up. I think one day everyone's emails and phones and texts and pictures and everything they've ever done is going to I think one day it's all going to be there. Just how everyone's social and all your information and your credit card numbers are leaked from banks and shit being hacked all the time. The only reason we're not all identity thefted all the time is because the sheer numbers. Like, they're not going to get around to us. We're nobodies. But I think that one day we're going to wake up and the entire internet's going to be open and it's going to be pretty wild, dude. Everyone's search histories are going to be out there. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be a weird world and uh hopefully I'm dead before then and nobody wants to see what I'm looking into. Yikes. Because we all know, I mean everybody looks at creepy shit. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the nature of the internet, right? We all watch porn. Everyone's you know, masturbated in their life and it isn't it ain't great. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't great. It ain't anything we're proud of. At least I'm not. Uh no. So, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But anyways, fuck that dude. Fuck his stupid wife. 
No, no, his wife didn't do anything. <laughs> Man, fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. I'm Man, just saying. That. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know what? Fuck anyone who's rich and makes a bunch of money. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, let's get into our weeks. It's been. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm traveling, so that'll be my week. I my birthday happened. Oh, I didn't really mean that. Like that was joking. Like that. No. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're not here. You don't. You don't get a yeah. week this week. This week is. I'm 40. <laughs> I, hey, I'm 40 now officially. If you're listening to this. When it comes out, oh, I'm now yeah, 40. Oh, yeah, bitch, is it your birthday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's yeah. your oh birthday. Tomorrow the 4th. Yeah. Wow. And it's, May yeah, the 4th, February you. the 4th is my birthday, guys, and I will be 40. Wow. And yes. uh, it's 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 weird to think about, honestly, uh, being very <laughs> truthful. Like, it is an interesting feeling because, like, 40. it's about to be... The end, you know, I'm at the end of my 30s. That's it. It's over. That's not uh, so old. That's ladies old, and gentlemen. Man, that's all just yeah. officially old for real, though. Yeah, like I've yeah. passed Shit. the terrifying. point. I've passed the point of like <laughs> no return. Fuck. Um, but it doesn't honestly feel much different. Uh, like, yeah, yes, I know. 20. I know. Uh, I know that I'm a. Uh, 40 year old person now like i get it it's it's not like i don't recognize that um but i'm not too concerned about it to be honest okay well yeah it dude, is what good. it is you got a job been... you got a wife you got a dog you're good yeah I've, pr- I've pretty much made it i got a house got a dog got a wife hide your kids hide your wife got mm-hmm. a job Got a highly super successful podcast, like number one podcast on the internet. Fuck yeah. Dude. Which, by the way, our last episode in one day did yeah. like two or three times more than our normal episodes get in a week. So thank more you to everybody. That. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, got about three awesome. times as much in a day. That's very cool. Hopefully some of you guys stuck around. Hopefully some of you guys are sticking around. If the audio is weird this time, sorry. I'm hoping my little bars look smaller than theirs, but I'm pretty sure we're good because I checked it before. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you're new, we appreciate you popping in. Uh, stick we, around. Yeah, let me see where we're at actually, because I looked this morning. We were it hadn't moved much in yeah, one day. In we a got day we like got five hundred thirty something. Yeah, we had like five hundred and so yeah, we're at almost six hundred five ninety six right now. Fuck yeah, dude! In three days, we're very good at podcasting. For you guys, it's yeah. been a week, but really cool. It's yes, random same. how. It's random how it happens, but yeah. Hey, we're back. Aaron's definitely still here. He's just being quiet. Uh, so yeah, welcome to weeks, everybody. It's been how's it going, James? Uh, it's going pretty good. Yeah, it's a not a lot going on for me, gaming wise, though. Gosh. Yeah, I know, man. It's, um, it's a I'm just weird, sucked uh, into like multiplayer shit right now, yeah. and so like. I'm just playing these games that are just repetitively like playing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm playing like a bunch of story shit as always, but uh, yeah, we're here. We're it's weird not recording an intro because we already did an intro, but fuck it. Uh, so I've been playing some games. I have been playing King of Fighters 15 training for CEO. We've got about four months a little over four months to practice and have you decided on are you going to try to hit everything that you're going to compete in or are you going to try to like hard focus a couple to be maybe a little better at those so i'm 
going for four games. So Street Fighter Six, I'm going to obviously, when Street Fighter Six comes out, right. I'm going to play nothing but that. And the thing is, is that playing Street Fighter Five is still... It's still okay to play five to just have that legacy skill kind of going. It's not completely different, but they are completely different games. So Mm -hmm. playing five isn't really the biggest help, but I still need like Honda muscle memory shit. So I will still like practice some five here and there. King of Fires 15 is the one I'm going to try the hardest to train on because it's so difficult. Tekken seven fucking is so it's so easy to pick up it's so hard to be good at <laughs> and then there's super turbo which i think i'm just gonna use my legacy legacy skill of like hey, it's street fighter it's old school street fighter 2 i'll just play that for fun but so i guess to start off is the other day i went to 10th level tavern which is a video game bar we have around here and i haven't been there since before covid so i was like oh let me go back there and i'll go and get some matches and i went but like I didn't realize it was like a hip hop battle night. (laughs) (laughs) It was like this rapper battle night. So like, which wouldn't take any precedence over the games. You can still game, but like, it was just real like fucking crowded in there. And they were doing like a show with like battles and judges and like MCs and shit. But I got there, went there with a buddy of mine, and I sat down and played. He doesn't really play fighting games, so I just whooped mm. him a few times. And then a guy walks up, and he's like, oh, can I play with you guys? And we're like, sure. And we play. What do we play? We were playing, I think, Tekken. And uh, he just, like, whooped me for, like, 40 minutes straight. He was pretty <laughs> oh, good. Shit. Yeah, he, you can tell that when people play, because I show up with, like, my backpack, like, my fight stick bag and, like, my fight stick, and people think, like, oh, he plays. And then mm-hmm. they come over and they watch for a bit, and they can see, and they always want to play you, because as soon as they know they can whoop you, they're like, oh, I can whoop. Then they want to play. Right, but this guy right. sits down, and I fight him, and immediately I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it's going to be a long few minutes here, man, because <laughs> this guy's good. And he's just whooping me. But that's what I need, though. I need I, I don't need to be playing people who are not better than me. So I did learn that I like Lucky Chloe in Tekken 7, which is this fucking weeb-ass e-girl character. She's like a fucking Twitch streamer, bro. She wears, like, the Hello Kitty cat ear headphones. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. It's like she's like this little weeb white girl who break dances but i'm i like feel comfortable controlling the character and i can i can like do well with the character like i could do mm. better against him using her than using like king or kazuya which is who i want to use because they're cool dudes but in the end it's like the whole e-honda street fighter thing i didn't choose honda honda chose me you know i would have never picked like i don't want to be the big fat sumo guy but then I realized, oh, I do better with him than anyone else. So it looks like this lucky Chloe chick might be my character. I don't know yet, but uh, <laughs> but that was fun. It was fun. I to gotta play. be honest, man. Like all the like the fighting game hype for going to CEO and stuff. Even though it's not like my thing, like mm-hmm. it's got me looking at like fighting games to like play them because yeah, I'm like, man, I want to like potentially be good. What if we're in a hotel? We like 
someone brings a system and we sit there and jam it out, you know, like, yeah, I be might, a little competitive. I'm, I'm thinking since we're all going to drive up. Oh yeah. Since I don't know if the nerds all know, like we're all going now, like so far the plan yeah. is that nerds is going to CEO. I'm super excited. So Aaron oh, yeah. and James are going to join me. And then also Seth from who's next is coming as well. And we're trying we're trying to get Nana over here. That would be really fun. He's our buddy in the UK. That would be really awesome. No promises, but it would be really cool. Uh, but I'm thinking now, since we're all going to drive up together, I'm like, hmm, do I bring my console? Because I'm going right. to be there from when we get there, and I'm staying till like the Monday. So I'm going to be there five, four nights. And I know I can bring my laptop, and hook my laptop to my like hotel room TV, hopefully, if they let you. And uh, I can run like I, I'll probably pick up Street Fighter Five for the fuck of it. And I have Tekken Seven on there. But do I bring my console itself so I have like my whole thing? But do I really want to travel with my PS Five? If we're driving there together, I don't really see it a problem. But then I gotta drive. Then I gotta like take a train back with it. Right. Which is where I'm a little, even though all I have to do is like be careful with my baggage, getting to the train station, loading it in the cubby thing, and then just hope nobody pulls my bag out and drops it. I, I mean, know. you've kind of talked about getting a second system anyway. Yeah, I know. Like, good time yeah, to have a and backup. They're, and they're around. Maybe. So maybe that. I'm going to definitely bring my laptop, but maybe, maybe. If I have a backup PS5 by then, I'll bring my console. Your boy's going to be flying on a plane that he has to flap his arms on. So I'm going <laughs> to be having like a backpack that can be shoved underneath a seat, basically. So yeah. I ain't going to carry shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clothes wise, I don't care. I'll probably bring one pair of jeans and then oh, just yeah, a yeah. bunch of different Street Fighter shirts. That's it. I'm just going to bring all my Street Fighter shirts, which is like half a dozen, and then jeans. We'll see. I don't know. Because I, I, I want to bring no more than a carry-on. That's pretty much it. And right. But I'm thinking if my console goes in there, that's like a quarter of the space of the carry-on. If uh, my fight stick is in a backpack, but that backpack fits nothing oh, yeah. else. Because the backpack is made for a fight stick. There's no room for anything else in that backpack. Uh, okay. And I don't want to bring like a suitcase. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. But I might need to. If I'm going to bring my fucking console and my laptop. I mean, you're going to be up there. I'm going to be up there for like almost a week. Yeah. Like, I don't really see the bad thing about bringing like a really suitcase. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm going to need stuff. And then also there's the whole chance of like, what if I get there and I want to buy like swag? Like, what if I want to buy right. cool shit? Because there's going to be cool vendors and there's going to be like, I know for sure I'll probably, I don't know what I'll have done to it, but you can like go to places where they'll take your fight stick and like, they'll like modify it and like tune it up for you and shit. I don't think I would need any of that, but I could like, yeah, but why not? Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> thinking. Like, why not just do stuff to do it? But Hell we'll yeah, see. Dude. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. And I want to be able to be like, 
we can get matches in the room. Because I don't know, man. I don't know people. I don't. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things are gonna go. I'm excited though. It's in June. We'll see what the fuck happens. Fuck yeah, dude. So I've been. I decided to start practicing. Uh, Tekken. No, King of Fighters 15, and that game's really hard. But I did go into the trial mode, and I was able to complete. I can complete the full combos, which they get hard as shit. The last one's super hard, and I was able to do, like, the level 5 for Terry, for Andy. I'm trying to figure my team out, but I'm old school as shit, so I just use Team Fiddle Fury, Terry, Andy, Joe. Uh, but I might I might replace Joe with Robert. I don't know from Art of Fighting. We'll see. Uh, but it is cool. I'm a little bummed because King of Fighters is so difficult. It really is a really difficult game. And it's easier than some of the older ones, but that just means that more other people are better at it. Like, people are really good at these games, and I'm going to get murdered. So, Fighting Games continues. Come to the Twitch and watch me lose at Fighting <laughs> Games. Then, I'll get this out of the way quick. I did try Crisis 2. It was better than Crisis 1. It's not bad. Still don't think it's the type of game for me. Uh, I, I, like, I, think, I like Doom. <laughs> I like Doom. Yeah. And like Kill Zone and Resistance and shit like that and Wolfenstein. Uh Crisis is a little it's, too predator for me. It's funny to me cuz I don't even remember it feeling that like slow paced. But then when I was watching it the other night I was like, "Man, this game is way slower than I remember it." Yeah, you have to <laughs> creep around. Well, 2 was a little better because I could kind of like you can't really get into gunfights like you can't like see like dudes and be like fuck it let's go like you really do have to like skulk around and like shoot them and like hide and it's constantly put your cloak on and run away and they forgot about me again it's a lot of that which is fine but i think i think i like the speed of like even like call of duty campaigns just where it's yeah. just like here's a hallway here's an area go you're good uh so i We'll probably skip two and then I'll try three. Hopefully they just keep getting more actiony and less sim. But I think that's just, just not a series for me. Yeah. Uh, I remember enjoying them a lot. And I, for some reason, I remember using a bow a lot more. I don't know if that was in the later games or not. Yeah, but. I thought there was a bow in it, which I think it's in two and three or maybe just three. Okay, it maybe that's why I remember that. <laughs> yeah, because I remember the cool bow. Uh, whoop, ding. Alrighty, and then also I have been playing two more games. One, Hitman, World of Assassin. I started it. It's my new jam. I love it. I've been playing it off stream. Like, I'll end a stream, and it's like, okay, bedtime, and like I go play Hitman. And oh, yeah. Hitman is fucking awesome. I highly recommend people play it. For a lot of you out there, you have it. For anybody who has PlayStation Plus, who always had PS Plus, you've got it. Because they gave you one and two. Uh, I don't know about Game Pass, but maybe or Xbox games with gold monthlies. Like I'm sure at some point, uh, those Hitman games are great. And I'll, all I've been playing are the stages from Part One, which is 2016, and because I'm going in order, and they're just as good. Uh, 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 we have Hitman World of Assassination. Yeah, that's the that's that's the collection. That's all of it. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, so we do have that. Yeah, because once three came out in 2021 i think or 2020 2021 uh they they adjusted one and two to run on the physics model for three 
So they're mm. all one game now. So they all play. It, it looks fucking great. It's awesome. Wait, it's, just it just plays through as one consecutive game? Not even. It's like you open it up and it's a giant hub menu area thing. And it just gives you options like what do you want to do? So you can do story and then they'll show you prologue, Hitman, Hitman 2, Hitman 3. And then if you, you can go to any of them and you can play any mission in any order. So you don't really have oh, to like... neat. So instead of like starting the game at the first mission in Paris and then unlocking the second level and then unlocking the third level, they just have the whole game open. Because regardless of what the story, whatever story is happening, every level is just an, a self-contained situation. So you can really play them in any order. It doesn't matter. Just don't play the last mission of the last game. <laughs> uh, but and you can even watch the cutscenes. It's all just open. It's all just an open, free thing, That's and it's cool. pretty awesome. Uh, I've just been focusing on the first two missions and just playing them over and over again because you can beat them multiple ways. You can beat them in like twenty different ways. It's crazy to even so many ways. I don't even know. I can't even imagine what you need to do. Like I watched a video online of somebody breaking down just the first Paris stage, and there's so much. There are so many ways to beat one level. It's insanity. And it's really awesome. And I really like it. Uh, then they added a bunch of modes. So there's like a freelance mode, which is the new like roguelite mode. Because every game needs a fucking roguelite mode now. <laughs> and that's a really cool mode. It's really difficult. But it you basically start off, you have nothing. You pick a campaign. They drop you off. You go kill a guy. Anything you bring with you once you finish that contract, like you kill the guy, let's say you walk out with two guns and like a knife in your inventory. Now when you get back to your base, you have those in your inventory. Like you put them up in your weapons wall. So then when you set up your next mission, you can either leave them or take them with you. But the kick is, is that if you lose, die or fail a mission, whatever you have with you, you lose. So if you like mm. took a dope ass sniper rifle and f killed a guy with it, finished the mission left, and now you have a cool sniper and you take it on the next mission with you and you fuck up, you lose the sniper rifle. That's how Tarkov is. Yeah. It's like that. That's yep. what Pencil was saying. Pencil was saying it's a lot like Tarkov. Oh, yeah. So it's like Hitman Tarkov. I <laughs> am really bad at that mode. I can't beat shit. I can't. I've beaten one or two missions, but man, it gets hard. And that game is a fucking stealth game. It is you. It is not advisable to get into gunfights. You're. It just ruins the whole shit. Mm. And I do like stealth, and I do like the game a lot. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes you just gotta wait around for stuff, but it's a lot of fun. I think Hitman is great. I highly advise people to play it if they're into that, even in the slightest. I think it's super duper fun. And then. I started playing Dead Space because friend of the show, Rory, super awesome friend of the show, he played Dead Space and loved it so much he wanted us to play it, so he mailed us his copy of Dead Space. Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Please don't show up in my house and murder me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you might have got a P.O. box. I know. I, I might need a P.O. box, dog. <laughs> going to Google Earth my shit. It's all right. It's okay. Uh... But I started Dead Space, and I like it. You know, the graphics are wild. It's crazy. It looks insane. Uh, looks really, really good. There's a graphics mode and a performance mode. 
use the performance mode. I don't understand why the like I put the graphics mode on and can't even tell the difference. But I can tell the difference oh, really? in fucking frame rate. Like maybe I don't know. I can maybe tell a difference, but not enough to where it mattered. And this is usually the case, even with God of War. God of War had a 4K mode, and yes, it's a little richer and deeper, but right. it really don't. It doesn't make it doesn't fucking matter when you're spinning around eighty times, like with an axe fighting a monster. Like the fidelity difference is more, I think, for when you're using a photo mode. Because when you're playing a game, mm. it don't really matter that much. Uh, but that 60 frames, boy, that matters. That matters. Yeah, the a frame whole rate, lot. your eyes can definitely tell a difference. But pixel wise, I mean, it, the size of the TV would matter. Like if you were playing on like a 70 something inch, then you would probably notice the difference between 4K and 1080, at least your eyes. Yeah. Um, but human eyes, like, I, like me, I play on a monitor. Which is, you know, it's only like, I think this one's like 17? a 27 or something, oh, okay. if that. Um, I'm not going to really, visually, my eyes are not going to pick up the difference between 1440 and 4K on this size of a monitor. Because the pixels are already so small that I'm just not going to notice it. Yeah. But the frame rate stuff, I 100% agree with you. That is super noticeable. <laughs> yeah, man. You got me fucked up. Uh, But no, but yeah, Dead Space is cool. It's... It's Dead Space. I played the first one, but I played it back when it came out. So that was probably over 10 years ago. And it's good. I don't know what to say because it's so, like, we know what it is. Uh, I do wish there wasn't such a, like, reliance on finding ammo because I'm just always out of ammo. And that's not is fun for me. melee weapons? No, you have melee attacks, but oh. they're more like get off me attacks. Like you do gotcha. have like a like a one two swing and then like a a stomp, and you can kill stuff with it. But you can't just be like I'm gonna do a melee run. That's not gonna work. You're gonna die. <laughs> and I know it's just me because I'm bad at video games, but you usually get six bullets basically per kill like when you kill something they'll usually drop six bullets which is enough for you to shoot because you have to shoot their limbs you can't do headshots you got to shoot their limbs and once you usually once you knock off two limbs they fall to the ground and then you can it like knocks them out they don't die okay. but it, it like knocks them out and you can go and do a stomp so usually it's like three shots per limb. So you kill, let's say you kill oh, a monster, shit. it gives you six bullets, and it's like, here's just enough to take another one down if you don't miss. Because <laughs> you got to go one, two, three, one, two, three, and then, but then I, it usually takes me about eight bullets to kill something because I miss one of them. Because, like, have you ever played it with the whole, the gun, you can swap it from horizontal to vertical aiming? No, I've only ever played it the one time to help my half brother get through one spot in the game he couldn't get through and not playing it before. I mean, I got him through it, but it was just, you know, I play video games more than him and I yeah. just picked it up, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like your gun is like a horror. Your, your gun is a line. It's three dots in a line and mm -hmm. you hold LT to aim and then RB will switch it from either three horizontal lines or it'll swap to vertical. 
So you can either mm. shoot like north to south, like a you you shoot like a little pulse that's three dots north to south or east to west, and that's so you can aim. Like if you want to shoot their legs off, you obviously have it go left to right, so it's like a line that way, and you chop their legs off. Or if you want to chop their arms off, you want it to be vertical. So depending gotcha. on which angle of the limb you want to shoot, you got to swap like the direction. I mean, this might be a dumb question, but don't you go legs first every time? Won't it's that slow them down more? Yeah. For me, it's the easiest. Yeah. I usually go legs okay. and then I'll leg arm. But yeah, but it, it takes me more than fucking six bullets to kill something. So I'm constantly out of bullets. I get it. Does it, does it charge you three bullets per shot? No, 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 no. Oh God. No, Good. no. Each shot is just. There's cool. games that do it. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> But it sucks, man. Like, it's just annoying. It, But that's survival horror, you know? Like, I right. just don't like survival horror, and I keep trying to like it. I keep, like, last year I played, like, four Resident Evil games or some shit, or three. I played four. I played two, three, eight, and seven. Seven, yeah. And uh, I didn't really like them. <laughs> it's hard because you like like the horror genre yeah man so you would think that you would like the game but uh, so the, i guess just the style of game yeah well i know? like i like so much about them well the thing is i liked seven and eight but two and three were amazing games but i'm fucking straight dude no thanks like yeah it's just not my type of shit like skulking around trying to conserve ammo and like you're supposed to run away most of the time. You're not supposed to fight everything, but I want to fight everything. <laughs> it's a fucking video yeah. game. So that's why in part three, I had a better time because there was a freaking infinite ammo thing. I just, I paid for it. I was like, bitch, give me unlimited ammo. I made sure <laughs> to not just use the rocket launcher. I tried to like use the pistol, like, but right. it was more fun when I actually had ammo Playing these games with no bullets is not fun, man. It's just not cool. But seven and eight, I did like. But uh, but yeah, Dead Space is. Cool. I bought eight and still haven't even got around to playing it. Oh, yet. eight is awesome. Oh man, eight is yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's like it's really fun. You fight monsters and werewolves and shit. And then there's a mercenaries mode, and that mode is fucking awesome. It's just they put you on a mm -hmm. map, they start a timer. And it's just like, go, kill as many monsters as you can and get to the exit. And then you get a score. Oh, nice. It's super fun. It's like, it's almost roguelike-ish where like you start off with, they give you a certain amount of bullets and stuff and you're in a little store and you can like trade away anything you don't want and like buy stuff you do and upgrade. And then you go out into the mission and it's just kill monsters basically. I think they start a timer and then I think every time every time you kill something, they add like three seconds. Mm. So as long as your kill go your kill streak continues, like you're you have plenty of time. Okay. And it's like an arcade mode. It's a hundred percent like an arcade style shooty mode. But that is the most fun because it's super awesome. You get to run around. I always start the mission. I sell everything in my possession except for my handgun, and then I max out the power on my handgun, and then everything goes down in like two bullets. Uh, oh, yeah. The only problem is, is that in order to progress in that mercenaries mode in Resident Evil Village, you have to get a score of like A or B or S rank. And after like the third stage, I can only get A ranks. 
I, I can't get mm-hmm. the S rank to unlock the next one. And the problem is, is because that one's in like this warehouse area, like this factory kind of. And uh, it's easy to get lost and I never know where to go. So I don't know where the rest of the enemies are. So oh, there's okay. like a door I keep missing because I always get to the point where I'm like 38 out of 64 enemies and I'm just running around. So they're not horde like they're not like coming for you. It's more no. like you have to go take them all out. You got to go take them all out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and they do like some areas you'll get to the area and then they'll like right. see it trigger the spawn. But like if you clear everything out and you forgot to go down the, this one main hallway, you'll just have no one to kill. Because you ha- oh, you shit. constantly killing people keeps your combo streak up, which the goal is to kill something, to start, kill somebody. And then I think the streak is for like, you get like three to five seconds to kill something else. And mm. the goal is don't ever lose your streak. If you know the route, you should be able to get to the very end by killing every enemy and never losing your streak. So like, is that th- post game only, or is that from? I think you have you to. Beat, I think <laughs> you can check, but I think you might have to beat it to unlock it. It might be like okay. it might be like the uh, incentive, but I might be wrong. Mm. If anything, yeah, we can look it up. Uh, it might just it sounds be fun as shit. It's so. super fun. It's fun <laughs> as fuck, dude. Like when I found that mode, that's all I played for like three days. Yeah, Resident Evil Village was awesome, uh, but that's great. Um, and other than that, that's about it. I'm, we're recording early today. It's super early because I came home from work because like, so I feel like I might be getting sick maybe. And at work last week, this one fucking guy who sits next to me or his, his, his desk is near my, uh, my desk whenever I'm at a desk and he's like, Oh, I'm sick right now. And I'm just like, then why the fuck are you here, dude? And he's like, oh, I'm sick because Carlton got me sick. He was sick the last week and he got like three people up front sick. And now I got it. And I'm just like, then why are you here, bro? But I, I remember I like shit. right after he told me that, like I got my shit and I moved to another desk. And like I went to like the fucking receiving area and I'm like, I'm going to sit over there. And then two days ago, my boss, who also uses the same desk, she calls out. Or like a day or so ago. Yeah, like two days ago. She calls out. She's sick. And I go to work. I And I'm like, fuck. I'm thinking, is she sick or is she bullshitting? Because a lot of times people like to fucking bullshit like they're sick. Yeah. I wake up today and I'm like, man, I feel like I'm getting sick. Like, I don't really have any symptoms other than like my lymph node. You know those glands in your neck that mm-hmm. get sore when you get sick? Oh, yeah. When you start feeling that like hurt it usually means your body's fighting something. So I'm like, fuck dude. Like I feel like I might be getting sick with something and I'm not like the rest of these fucking losers. When I'm sick, I go straight to the doctor. I get antibiotics and I stay home. I don't come to work when I'm sick. I don't care if you need the money. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Like you're sick, bro. Especially since I work in a grocery store. So we work with food. What are you doing? And even though I don't work with the food technically, because I'm like, I do other shit, but I'm still in the vicinity working with people that work with food. So if I'm sick, regardless of the job, I don't come to work. I'm not one of those people who fucking comes to work when they're sick and is like contagious at work with like a cold or the flu. I refuse to do that. Uh, 
So I figured, fuck it, man. I just finished all my shit for the day. I hit up my boss. I was like, yo, I'm going to fucking dip. And she's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. And I think I'm going to take a couple of days off. So like, I hope I'm not oh, yeah. sick. I really hope I'm not. I went to the doctor. She's like, well, she was like, you good for getting ahead of it. Cause she's like, it's so early that I don't know. You might not be sick, but your lymph node is swollen. So you might just be fighting something off. It may not need antibiotics, but I'll give them to you anyways, but don't take them yet. <laughs> she's like, don't take them yet in case you may not need it. Uh, so yeah, so I'm going to be home and I think, oh, yeah, you got a stock though. Now that's also what I like to do <laughs> is at, whenever I know that I'm completely out, I like to go to the doctor and be like, I'm sick. Give me antibiotics. And I don't even bother going to like full on doctor. I just go to an urgent care and I'm just like, I'll go there for 20 minutes and just sit there and wait. And they give me a little set of antibiotics. And if I don't need them, I just put them away, bitch. So if I ever do get full on sick, I got medicine. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't only take antibiotics if the doctor prescribes them though. People apparently it's bad for you. If you don't need them, they're supposedly bad, but I think that's if you just take them a lot, supposedly, if you don't need antibiotics, they could fuck up your bacterial system. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll, um, your body will stop fighting like anything and it'll start to like kill the bacteria stuff that you do need in your body Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like shutting yourself down. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like, not sure if I'm going to take them because I, because I never, I only take medicine when I'm sick. So I'm like, well, I could just take them for the fuck of it. I don't think it'd be too bad of an idea, but I don't know. And, um, other than that, fuck yeah, dudes, that's it. Your oh turn. yeah. Well, speaking of sick, I took off last Friday because I had a sinus infection Fuck yeah, that I was trying to, I was trying to just, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. Like I go to the doctor when I feel like I'm probably potentially setting myself up to die. Um, so like, I just don't do it. I try to just be like, Hey body, you got this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but with the job I do welding and grinding and stuff and having a sinus infection, it led me to having a fever Thursday night. And I was like, yeah, I just gotta, I just gotta let this shit pass. Like I can't go into work again, like breathe that smoke and all this shit in all day yeah. and expect my sinus infection to go away. So yeah, same shit. I and, work in a, in a freezer all day. So it's like, right. Bro, I'm not going <laughs> to be going in and out of a fucking sub-zero freezer and th think I'm going to get any better. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I do think it was, I sent you a picture of that oil container I was making oh, yeah. for a big truck. And, uh, I had to get in, like stick my head inside there and it was a lot of smoke and I do think that caused it. But either way, uh, I may sound a little lower voice. That's what I'm still dealing with. Um, so I, like I said at the beginning, or well, at, at midway through this podcast or wherever we're at, um, <laughs> I uh, have basically been playing like uh, multiplayer repetitive type games. I'm still running through TFT with the boys, including Aaron, um, trying to find the way to win, man. Like there's just so many different classes and when you think you got one that's working and you're winning and on this streak, all of a sudden you just lose to everybody and then you're in like sixth place all of a sudden. It's like, oh, great. 
I don't know what happened, but still fun. It's really addicting. I don't, I don't, I don't know. The strategy part of it makes it fun. Um, and the other thing has been Apex Legends. I did what I knew I shouldn't have done, which was played it again like a couple weeks ago. And now I'm just like addicted to it. And then also this weekend was the, the first LAN of the, uh, new competition season of apex legends uh the pro circuit so they did their first land in london i've been addicted to playing i've been playing ranked still love it um new season starts in like seven days i think and so yeah it's it's a great game i i I love i find myself continually going back because i like the strategy of it more than it's not just about the gunplay which it is but I mean, it's really about how you approach a fight and, you know, unless you're just like 1v3 and I mean, well, that, uh, let me rephrase that. 1v3, it's all about strategy. If it's three versus one, it's just about, you know, survival. Whip that dude's ass. Just yeah. beat his ass. <laughs> but it's great. Um, I watched the shit out of the ALGS this weekend. Uh, shout out, even though they don't listen, TSM won the first one, which means they won a bunch of money. I think they had a million dollars up for this one. Um, Oh yeah. That's a big money game. (laughs) Um, they, uh, it was great. It was one of the best lands I've watched. Um, I don't know if it's because there's so many like unsigned teams that have been qualifying. I know the EU stuff has got bigger. So like, European circuit and like the Asian and like South American groups have like really been pushing into the pro league a lot um, over the qualifying up to this. And they have just been stirring it up because they don't play a lot of them play a whole different style from what the North Americans have been. And it's thrown them all off too. And it makes it so exciting because they, I mean, the EU guys and the South American guys, especially, they push shit. They don't care if they're in a tournament. They don't give a shit. They go hard, period. And it just gets every, like all these like pro teams flustered because they don't they just don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's so much fun to watch right now. Nice. Um, there is a couple North American teams that have also had that mindset, which have pushed in and they're super fun. Um so yeah, that's it's just been like a whole new watching the pro league stuff has just been completely different and I'm completely addicted to watching it. Um all of them are in London this year, so it's you know, starting at like five or six in the morning, which is kind of lameish, but it's fine. I mean, it's better than them running till like eleven o'clock at night. So um did they, But yeah, games they, wise, that's it. Did they add a uh, new character? Uh, so usually every season for a while now they have been, um, like last se- this season we're in now they did add a new one. Um, but nobody's really using her in the pro circuit. Um, there is a new season coming up here in like a week, like I said, and they, uh, said they're not doing a new character. They're just focusing on fixing like other stuff. And, um, I mean, I could talk about it. They they have all kinds of new stuff. They're separating everything into classes even more. Like all the legends already had classes, right? But they didn't actually really mean anything. 
And now they're actually like their classes are going to have um, specific like passives that they can do uh, that only that class can do. And it's it's going to hopefully like change things up for how people play the game. Um, and they're adding, I think, permanently adding a team deathmatch mode, which should be interesting. So um, yeah, that's always fun. I know. the Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed the hardcore mode. I thought that was fun. It's a nice equalizer. It doesn't matter how good you are. If you know everybody's running shit armor and stuff like you'll take every fight like it's it's just it's just a brawl then so yeah it makes it great um and isn't team deathmatch that'll so it'll just be straight up fighting like, yeah be, of, like, team deathmatch is just like usually either till you get to a score or kill count and then it's over or it's like a time limit yeah. and whoever has the most kills or whatever highest score at the end of it based on the kills um yeah that's what wins. i'm used to that's why like when i tried apex i just didn't know what was happening yeah I mean, I guess so apex has similar. always been a battle royale but i mean after you know they're getting ready to think to do their 18th season 19th or something like that um you know they've started throwing in some different game modes so adding that to the permanent part um i mean the can't remember the name of the other one they added a different one the 3v3 shit which was already really great so adding the team deathmatch i think is a good call fuck yeah yeah for sure um i did go ahead and get another new headset i i will say the astros i thought were good at first i hate them they (laughs) (laughs) god the like ear cups like the shells you know they don't even cover your whole ear. And I kind of read that. I didn't really think it would bother me. But the more I wore them, I was like, this is really annoying the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, cover They're my whole ear. smaller heads, Co- maybe? I mean, you just, maybe. I'm. Or it's not the, he- it's not head size. Like, I've read reviews. It, it's, they are known for having small, like, ear cups. cups. Like, kids could probably be fine. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then like, I don't know, it was like two, three weeks in maybe my left, like left side would like cut out. And if I shook them a little bit, they would come back and I just kind of was dealing with that. And I'm just like, listen, I'm not doing it no more. I went ahead and got some Logitech Pro something. I don't know. Shroudy shit. Not his labeled ones, but just kind of like that. Um they remind me of my first HyperX set I had where it's not, um, I don't know, they're not up. The, the HyperX Cloud S's I had were just the best sounding headset I've ever had. So aren't you and I'm super again? bummed that it's just cracked, like super bummed. Well, why don't you just buy Would that you... one again? Because they were like $360. Oh, and that's why. I don't really want to pay that again for something that like this headset still works. And I, I know like I, I fabricate shit every day of my life. If I can't figure out a way to make this plastic fuse together and work again, then I shouldn't probably have my job. So I just need to take the time and deal with it. I have the stuff I have. I mean, I've done cosplay shit, so I have some like very permanent, like 
jointing materials at the garage. So it's just a matter of like dedicating the time to it. And I don't know. Cause I, I got to tell you, man, that headset, <laughs> I have not been able to get anything better yet. <laughs> and it bums me out. It really does. Cause they're so good. Um, but these are working good. They're just, it just doesn't have the deep, like rich, um, bass that I like. Um, and, and I'm running through like a digital soundboard so I can increase the bass and it's still not just like, it's just not as rich, you know, like I need, you know, you're, you, you are, and we're a musician. You, if you're like me, you can't become very anal about the audio and like, I want it to be as good as I can possibly get it. (laughs) Then when I got a taste of it and know that they're sitting over here with just this one piece of plastic broken i'm like i want that back like i need that it just gets me into the game more gets me into the music more everything you know so that'll probably be something i will have to hard focus um but these will work for now and you know whenever i play my xbox i can just plug these in and use those for if i want to actually talk to people in game or whatever um and lastly, Xbox Game Pass um, perk. Ha- there's a perk right now. Uh, make sure you get it if you can because I believe it expires. It might not expire till March, actually, but there's a three-month trial to Apple Plus. Um, and I've just been hearing so much about shows on there. And I was like, screw it. Um We'll do it. So we started off with Ted Lasso. Man, this show is so damn good. It's I don't even understand why it's so good. Um, Because like the character himself, if in real life, would probably absolutely annoy the shit out of me (laughs) because I just I'm, you know, not the like a uh, happy-go-lucky guy that he is. And, I mean, obviously in season two they get into more darker stuff and that's, you know, he's got shit going on. Sure. But his his personality would just, like, I could take in very small doses and then I would have to, like, dude, you just got to get away from me. Like, I can't. I can't. I don't like that much cheer around me. Um, <laughs> as bad as that sounds. No, I get uh, it. I feel bad for my wife sometimes because she'll just be singing and I'm just like, Ugh. I'm like, I know you're happy, but they, it, uh. <laughs> and there's a character in the show. There's this, uh, one of the soccer players. So anyway, Ted Lasso is about a coach that was a football coach in America, comes to London to be a football coach, soccer. Um, but there's a guy on the team that's very much so more like my personality. And it's funny how much my wife looked over at me because he just kind of like does a like thing at people all the time, like growls at him. Is it a cartoon <laughs> like, or live action? No, it's a live action. Um, it's Jason Sudeikis, I believe, is okay. the main guy. A lot of them are British actors. Um, so I don't really know anybody else outside of that. But um 
It's great. Like I, I don't, I, it's terrific. Like we ended up watching both seasons over this last like week, um, knocked them all out and it's terrific. And I will tell you, I also looked through a bunch of stuff on Apple and the quality of the shows that it looks like all the trailers I watch, the quality looks terrific for some reason. I don't know if these other channels or just, or other streaming sources are not running like true HD or whatever, but it just all feels like HBO, like high quality visually and just production wise. It just looks incredible. And I'm very excited. There's like several sci-fi ones that look really great. Um, I've been getting suggestions from other people like in your chat the other night. Um, yeah, I'm excited to check out Apple TV. We might end up actually keeping it past three months. I'm, I'm just shocked at how much shit's on there. I'm, it blows my mind. Yeah. I'm supposed to look, we're supposed to look into that, that show. That's Serenity, severity, severance, severance. Yes. That's on there. Yeah. We're supposed to look. It looks good. There's a new show with, uh, it's got Harrison Ford and, um, can't remember. He's from, um, How I Met Your Mother. And Doogie that guy's like, no, no, but he is in that. Um, he, I guess he's like a therapist and he just starts telling people like being like too honest with them, I guess. And it's supposed to be, you know, and hilarity ensues in crazy ways or whatever, but. It looks really good. Um, there's one that takes place on like Mars. It's like if it's basically a show where if the um, I think it's it's not last man on Earth. It's last something like that. But it's basically if the race to be on the moon didn't stop and it was like the race to get to Mars, mm-hmm. um, it like just continued from after we got on the moon, like it never stopped. And so it takes, it's like that adventure and the push to like be the first to get to Mars and stuff like that. Um, yeah, the quality looks great though. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. If you still have game pass, I think it's game pass ultimate perk. Um, which obviously being an Xbox user, I have one. Um, but yeah, three months is great to check out what they got to see if you like it. And I think it's only like, six bucks a month anyway for their service. So that's not not bad. bad. And if you have Apple, I think you get seven days free. So I actually got three months in a week. Yeah. I probably have a trial maybe because I, I bought an iPhone last year and usually when you buy an iPhone, they give you trials for all that stuff. And I just ignored Mm -hmm. it all. Hell yeah. I would definitely look at at least see what they got. Cause I, I was pretty surprised at the stuff I've never even heard of. They're, I, they must be terrible at advertising outside of their service because I have not heard of any of this shit and it yeah. all looks really good. Yeah. The only thing I heard about was Mr. Robot, I guess that's Apple, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I saw that on there. I know I heard of myth mythic quest. Okay. And then Ted Lasso is the other one I heard of. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of mythic quest and, pretty sure mr robot is okay is them because people talked about how cool that show was but i never saw a way to see it and i think that's because it was on apple television apple tv yeah which i still have never seen it i don't know if i will but there's just so much to watch 
It's just, <laughs> yeah. there's just so much, man. It's, I just can't. <sighs> yeah. I can barely I watch shit you. that I want to watch. Like there's just, cause even things that I like, there's so much of it. And it's just, yeah. I don't know what to do with my life anymore. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, speaking of watching though, you did go see a movie. Yes. So, so review of the week, I went and saw fear which was a horror movie. So I went to see this without watching the trailer. I just saw there was a movie called Fear. And then I looked up the trailer on my phone and just listened to the trailer. And it was like, your fears become real and kill you. And I was like, all right, sounds like a shitty generic ass horror movie. Why not? Like, this is what I like to go watch. Right. So I went and watched it. Um, It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It was fucking stupid. So it starts off. All right. So I'm not going to go play by play, but I am going to fully spoil this movie. D- don't be a fucking loser. It's fine. You're fine with spoilers. It's okay. Wait, is T.I. in this? T.I.'s in this. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, I was surprised. I was like, oh shit, it's Tip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, oh God. Okay, so get a few things out of the way. It it, it is like an urban horror movie, which I wouldn't say, but they immediately start the movie off with like white people jokes. And like, uh, it doesn't go too hard into like the like white people. But there's a couple of white people jokes in it, which are fine. It's okay. I get it. Uh, but that, that was fine. Um, now, the whole movie is like, it's this white guy and his gr- girlfriend, right? It's a white guy, mm-hmm. black girlfriend. And they're driving up to like a creepy, like, a no, it's not supposed to be creepy, but like a really nice hotel. That's like in the woods, like a really nice kind of mansion hotel thing in the woods. And he's driving his girlfriend and like uh, he gets there and all their friends are there. The, the premise is what he was supposed to do was like drive her there and then propose. And mm. then they were going to be all there to celebrate the engagement. But he gets cold feet right when they get there and he just doesn't propose. Like, he gets there, and, like, he blindfolds her. He's like, I want you to get the perfect spot. And then, like, when he's, like, about to tell her to take the blindfold off, he, like, reaches in his pocket, but then he chickens out. So she takes the blindfold off, and he's like, surprise, it's for your birthday. And you can see she's disappointed because he's not, he didn't propose, and he's disappointed himself because he didn't Mm. propose. Like, but they can't just be a fucking (laughs) normal and communicate with each other and talk about it. So that's like the little setup for them. And then the friends are there and whatever. What the fuck ever they go, they go into the (laughs) hotel room. Right. And obviously, well, I do want to say this when you're, when you're filming a movie and you're putting a movie out, you want to make sure that the opening of your movie catches your audience. So the opening of your movie before the title card should almost be some sort of either prologue or vignette that kind of 
shows what the viewer is in store for, right? Like, right, like right. when I was a kid, I remember an English teacher told me something once about like the format of writing an essay is basically uh, three things, opening, middle, and end. So the opening, mm-hmm. what's the opening? You tell them what you're going to tell them. The middle, you tell them what you told them you were going to tell them. And the end <laughs> is you tell them that you told them what you told them you were going to tell them. It's really right. <laughs> what essays are like you, you, whatever. So in a movie like this, you like, I would imagine. So obviously the hotel's like haunted or some shit. And then bad things happen in the hotel. I don't know if maybe the opening scene should have been a prior example of somebody dying in the hotel or something. But the opening of this movie is just so weak. It's just like an interview. So the guy, the boyfriend, he's an author who writes books about spooky shit or like traumatic shit. He writes like Mm -hmm. nonfiction books about traumatic events and stuff, maybe spooky shit. And the beginning of the movie is like a TV interview of him on like Donahue or some shit where the guy's interviewing him and he's like talking about his next book or whatever and about fear or whatever. And then the then the title card hits and then the title card just has all this random B-roll of like random spooky shit like a girl in the woods dragging her nails on the wall, a cat, <laughs> like just, just really random spooky shit it was fine i thought it was fine it was a very college student film uh was like the visual quality that way too uh the visual like did it have that feel to it or like so, look to it i mean not feel but look the cameras they used were nice but what i and there wasn't really much need for like great cinematography because it's all just kind of shot indoors in this hotel and there aren't many like great shots. It was pretty simple. Maybe, mm. you know, like it wasn't, a, it wasn't like a movie that was shot beautifully. Uh, it was just pretty normal run of the mill, just kind of just pretty shitty. And one thing that was really off is the color grading. Now I'm not like a, a film snob, but when I can tell that you're overdoing it on your color grading, like, the latter half of the movie is all just blue. And I get it. Sometimes that stuff works, man. When they put the sepia tone on a desert scene and and some movies just want you to have this one kind of temperature. But I feel like it was, I don't know if the word is saturated. I don't know, man. I feel like, and the only reason I can say anything about color grading is because like, I had to fuck around with color grading for like a for for a, like a project once, so I mm-hmm. got to see what it does, and I got to see what it what it could be like to overdo it on too saturated of a color grade. Like, oh, this looks so good. The the, the shadows are so deep, and it, it's it makes everything kind of cool and blue looking. That kind of happens at at the end of the movie. Right. Where the whole fucking movie is just blue, and it's just so stupid. But it's it's fine. <laughs> but the boyfriend is there, and whatever he gets his hotel, and he goes there with his fiance, and their friends are all there. Ti is one of the friends, and here's the big annoyance of the movie: the entire movie is a big 
COVID panic movie where everyone's terrified of COVID. Now, do they call it COVID? No, but it's the, <laughs> it's COVID. It's the pandemic. Like the very opening of the movie is the boyfriend and his girlfriend in the car driving. And then he's like, he pulls over. They're like driving through the woods through like a road in the mountains and woods and shit. And he like pulls over and he's like, stay right here, babe. I'll be right back. What he's doing is, is he's getting out of the car to go get a blindfold out of the trunk to blindfold her so that she doesn't see them pull up to the pretty place. But you get the shot of her. So she's, she's just looking at his car door open and he's not there anymore. And she starts to freak out. Like she's getting scared. I'm like, Oh, she must be like, she has some kind of trauma or something. And you see her like scramble and grab her mask and put her mask on. <laughs> and it's like, bitch, you're in the woods. Like, even if you're afraid <laughs> of, the, of the virus, why are you afraid? Why are you putting your mask on? Like you're alone. Right. I'm not trying to be that guy, but you don't have to wear a mask in the car. I'm pro mask. I'm pro vax. But what I'm saying is, is when you're with your fucking fiance, your boyfriend and you're in the middle of the woods, you don't have to panic and grab your mask because the door's open. Anyways, there was even one thing. They get to the hotel and all the friends are there. I guess one of the friends was waiting inside. And when they come inside, the friend like takes their mask off because they were sitting there with their mask on inside by themselves. It's like, why are you wearing a fucking mask? I don't fucking get it. If anything, put it on because they just came in. I don't know, man. It, I still it, see people driving around with masks. It's so dumb. Dude. I wear a mask. I still wear my mask, but I wear it because... It's just easier to be antisocial and I don't, I can kind of, I rather hide oh, my yeah. face. It's just a lot easier to hide my face. I talk a lot to myself and stuff and it's just easier. Also, I'm in a freezer at work all day. So my face gets cold and breathing in cold right. ass air is really like dries your sinuses out. So if I have a mask on, I'm just constantly breathing like warm air. So it kind of keeps me going. Um, yeah, man. But so whatever, right? They're all like, oh, everybody got everybody got tested before they came, right? And it's like, God, when did they film this fucking movie? <laughs> it's all just COVID panic. And there's obviously yeah. like a creepy old lady who tends to the hotel there and shit and whatever. Now, the premise of the movie basically is the boyfriend wanted to go there to propose and to have this beautiful weekend for all their friends. All their friends are there and stuff and whatever. But it's fucking obvious some bad shit has happened at this hotel. People have died there many times and he wants to stay there because he's writing his book. So that's like a thing he's doing. He's writing a book on some fucking spooky shit and this is a place where bad stuff happened. So he's staying there to get re to do research for his next book. Mm -hmm. But the movie treats this like, like at one part, you know, everybody's asleep at night and he, uh, he gets up in the middle of the night and he's like creeping around the basement and shit. Also, I did notice he kicks a door down when he's down there exploring. Hey man, you're staying here like as a guest. Just because it's nighttime doesn't mean you can go kicking door deck doors down. Like he's just <laughs> kicking a door into this basement room. Hey man, you're a guest here. You're not supposed to go in there. But he goes in there and he finds spooky shit and stuff and he sees all this spooky shit and 
sees like a ritual thing that's down there and whatever. Obviously the moment that they all start staying there, it just kind of is getting kind of weird. There's just weird shit. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally, the first night they all sit by a campfire and one person, this one girl's like, I propose we tell each other all of our fears so that we can take control of them and no longer be afraid of our own fears. And it's like, Okay. Oh boy. Very coincidental for a house that is haunted by fear witches, but sure. Um so they all tell each other their fear. I'm afraid of drowning. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. Whatever. Now before I get to the kills and shit, the girlfriend at some point is talking to the guy and he's like preoccupied mentally. And she's like, ups- it's like she's upset at him for doing research for his book. Now, mind you, he is a recent best-selling author and is like on the high life right now of a big best-selling book he sold, right? So his career is taking off. And it's like she's like, are you just here to do research for your book? And he's like, no, of course not. Hey, man, why don't you say... Yeah. Yeah, this is a super interesting location and a beautiful hotel. I got it here for us to stay here the weekend. Also, I'm doing research for my book. Hey, bitch, do you like being rich? Because I'm a famous novel, like a author. I don't get why a few times in the movie, people are like, well, come on, Harry, don't tell me you're just doing research for your book. Of course course he is it's his job i mean right. i don't it's it's just writing tools that become annoying because it's not realistic yeah dude if you just sold them if you're the number one new york best times bestseller yes bitch i am here doing research for my book because i'm a fucking author i i just don't get why it'd be a problem i mean i get it because the movie wants the movie it, to needs it. The yeah, movie <laughs> but it's just fucking stupid. So everyone's there; they're all friends. Ti is there now. Ti's character, obviously, they're all very like. Oh, I'm trying to see how I say this. It's an it's like an urban horror movie, but everyone's not like super hood. But Ti's the one guy that's still super hood, right? Because it's it's like a so black he's the horror first movie. To die, wouldn't he? No, no, no it's. Uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> he was he? <laughs> yeah. So it's like a black horror movie, but everyone's not like 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 quintessential hood stereotype. But like, but he right. is because he's the one that didn't leave the streets, and I'm yo. He's like the hard one. But here's the thing with him is, so everybody gets there and stuff, whatever, and the lady who takes care of the hotel like gives them a bottle of wine. She's like, this is our house wine. We give it to everyone who stays with us, whatever. Uh, anyways. Uh, so yeah, that night before they all tell each other their fears, they all toast with the wine and the wine is disgusting. It's super gross. They don't even know what the fuck it is. It's just tastes bad. It's wine, but they're all like, ew. What they don't realize is that's how the ritual starts. Like they, whoever drinks of the wine, whatever. So oh, nice. the next day or some shit, they, there's a thing on the television that says the virus is spreading. And 
like it's crazy like the, but the way the movie does it is the virus is spreading the virus is now airborne and it's outside you can't go outside or you will die so everyone's freaking oh, out they can't even go outside no that's it yeah so that just acts as a tool to keep them trapped in the mansion so now sure. they're all stuck in the mansion they can't go outside and they all think they're gonna die one of the girls is like i gotta go like I left my son with the babysitter and they're not answering the phone. And they're like, you can't leave. You'll die. And she's like, I'm going to leave anyways. And she leaves. Right. So they're all there and they all think they have to stand. Now, since you met T.I., what's he doing? <laughs> He's the fucking asshole <laughs> who's sick. Right. So one Shit. of the friends is like, yo, man, I think I think Larry's sick. And they're like, no, of course he's not. Everybody got tested, you know what I mean? So he is clearly fucking sick, right? So eventually they send, there's two There's two white guys and then everyone else is black. They send the other white guy to go like, hey man, go check on Larry. See if he's all right. Because T.I.'s just locked up in his room and he like knocks on the door. He's like, Larry, how you doing? And he's like, you trying to check up on me because you think I'm sick, huh? And he's like, no, no, just everyone's, like basically T.I. starts to like, he starts to get defensive because he's in the wrong. He's sick. Mm -hmm. yeah. He came even though he was sick. And when they were all saying their fears, there's something I don't get. This is a big part of why this movie fucking sucks. Because <laughs> your fear is supposed to be what kills you. Your fear becomes real and it kills you. And T.I.'s biggest fear, because we come, I come from the streets, you know what I mean? And my word is my bond. So... My biggest fear is being, not being there or being a disappointment to the people who trust me. So obviously he is immediately committing right. his fear because, hey man, we, like the guy's, the main girlfriend, she's a fucking hypochondriac. She's afraid of everything. She's like, uh, okay. she's like, she's like afraid of the, the germs and shit. I think she's a nurse, or something, <laughs> but she's afraid of like the germs and the virus. You know what I mean? So like, right. That, whatever. And that's why everybody agreed to get tested and whatever and blah, blah, blah. So they're like asking like, Hey man, are you all right? And he's like, you think I'm sick? I'm not fucking sick. You leave me alone. man. I told you it was allergies and stuff like that. Whatever. He's clearly fucking sick. So, so what do they figure? They find a basement. They find a room in the basement with like no windows and shit. And they know they can't leave the house because the fucking, there's a fucking death fog outside. So they're <clears> like, <throat> we got to get him down there and lock him in there because he's going to get the rest of us sick. Obviously, it doesn't go well, right? So they trick him down. They're like, oh man, Frank is hurt. We need your help. He's clearly sick. First off, they're trying to escort him downstairs, right? And they all have like bandanas, like they're gonna have them as masks. They don't even wear them. Yeah. They don't wear them. I'm like, oh, you're around the guy who's sick and you're not putting your bandanas on. I don't get it. Why bother? But they go downstairs with him and eventually they like they gotta bum rush him in the room and like push him in the room to lock him in. And there's a scuffle and he stabs T.I. stabs one of his friends in the shoulder. Oh, shit. Stab, stabs him in the shoulder and it sucks right so they lock him in the room and he's in there by himself now first kill T.I.'s in the room by himself and the whole the, the boogeyman in this movie are these Las Brujas the witches and apparently they're these <laughs> witches who feed on fear 
and they keep gatekeepers, which are like the lady who tends to the hotel. The gatekeeper brings in victims and feeds them to the witches. They just starts the ritual okay. by giving yeah. them wine. Oh, stay in our beautiful hotel. Here's a bottle of wine. Have a drink. And then when they drink the wine, it starts a ritual. And then if you believe in your biggest fear, they'll kill you with your own fear. Whatever. So T.I.'s locked in a basement in a room with like a, a fucking whatever. And the witches are whispering to him, they don't trust you. They don't trust you. And stuff like that. <laughs> and so he he's holding on to a knife because he has a knife. And he's like, the knife, you can see the knife. It looks like he's going to cut. He's going to kill himself with it. But he's fighting not to. He's like fighting it. He's like, no, no. But the hand just cuts his own throat. <laughs> it just kills him. Like It makes him kill himself. So I'm thinking... Hold on a minute, player. You told me that your fear kills you. But one, this guy's fear was being a disappointment or not being there for my friends when they trust me. He purposely chose to come here while he was sick. And then on top of that, the way you kill him is the witch possesses his arm and makes him cut his own throat. That don't make sense. Like the no. his fear didn't kill him. Whatever, right? So Yeah, you would think if anything, it would be like all of his friends like killing him for like being the sick one or something. Yeah, or some shit. So at this right. time, at this time, uh, a lot of stuff's going on. People are start basically everyone starts is starting to like mildly hallucinate. Like white guy number two, who is kind of like the scummy white guy, because main white guy is really clean cut author man, and then the other white guy is his agent. So he's like sleazeball agent guy. Sleazeball agent guy's fear is claustrophobia, and they show you, in a cool way, every now and then when he's walking through the hallways, the hallways just start repeating, and you can see behind him the walls kind of close in and stuff, and he's like uncomfortable, and it's like, oh, that's kind of neat, whatever. But everyone's like yeah. slowly kind of hallucinating, and so you, you get the guy who got stabbed he's in his room with his girlfriend who's like taking care of him because she's a nurse right so mm -hmm. this chick her fear was drowning she's afraid of drowning so she's trying to take care of him and whatever and gets it under control someone she's freaking out so she but she likes taking baths obviously the chick who's afraid of drowning likes baths of course right right tub time but this bitch goes <laughs> into the bathtub and like a a witch like pulls her under and drowns her. But I'm still thinking like, but her fear didn't kill her. Like you're just using, like just say that the witches can become ghosts that kill you. Because I thought the movie was going to be smart and like have their fears kind of wish master their way to killing them. Yeah. Uh, like another kill claustrophobia sleazeball boyfriend guy right he's afraid of uh claustrophobia so at one point he starts hallucinating and he th he just thinks he's like in a small hole and he's just screaming uh let me out let me out let me out and then they transition to a scene i do like it where he's just saying let me out let me out but he's bashing his face against the, the bathroom sink until he kills himself but oh, I'm shit. like, but I'm like, but he's just hallucinating. He's not actual claustrophobia is not killing him. He is 
under a hallucination. Bashing his head in. He's bashing his own <laughs> face in because he's hallucinating. And the fear thing doesn't make sense. Um, so I do want to point out one thing. I have the trailer up and the three kills you have mentioned have all been shown in the trailer. Sick. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Why would they do that? Because people are stupid, bro. They're just dumb, dude. Um. Oh, shit. Let's see here. Let me guess. One of them has to do with their teeth. Uh, no, that was a, that was actually a, a good little shot, uh, oh, okay. which where, so by the end of the movie, there's like four of them are left alive. The main couple, one guy and one girl, and they all real. And the main guy's like, it's the fear. Don't believe if you don't believe the fear, you won't die. They all know it's Las Brujas by now. He's like, we got to go. We got to get out of here. Just don't be afraid. And as they're walking down the hallway together, this one girl's teeth start falling out. And she's like, oh, oh my shit. God. And he's like, it's not real. It's not real. And then you see her a minute later and like, like she has her teeth. So he's like, mm-hmm. if you don't believe the shit, we're good. Just everyone chill the fuck out. It's trying to fuck with us. Um, incoming stupid ass kill. Where, <laughs> so like, whatever. Uh, Another guy, his fear was blood. He's the guy that got stabbed by T.I. The ghost just breaks his neck. Don't do what nothing with blood. Do blood. Don't do nothing <laughs> with blood, dog. It just snaps his neck. Well, no, he hallucinates that he's being operated on. Right? So the, my issue is, is that like, it's really cheap the way that they like throw this premise out. The movie's about fear and your fear will kill you. But then you watch the movie and, and they the bring doesn't up, kill them. They bring up the fears, but then the, right. the witch just ends up killing them. Like one of like, like with the guy who's afraid of blood. Like yeah, he starts hallucinating. Like it's almost like almost like the Family Guy thing. Aaron was talking about like the the Halo watch. Remember that time where they just need. Okay, so how are we going to kill guy who's afraid of blood? Well, he's been stabbed in the shoulder. Okay, well, while he's sitting there in pain, uh, just make him hallucinate that he's on a hospital gurney and that he's being surgeried on and there's blood everywhere. Okay, cool. And then how do we actually kill him? Uh, just make the ghost twist his neck, like break his neck. Oh, boy. Really, dude? Like, really? <laughs> how fucking cheap and boring is that? It literally, I think there's like two or three people where the witch just. Yeah, he should have started like bleeding out of all of his orifices or something and like bled to death. Yeah, or something, dude. And like, (laughs) it's not even like the witch is cool because you don't even see it. It's like you just like see it's like an act, a bad acting job of somebody like (laughs) twisting their own neck. And it's like, oh, my neck broke. Like It's just fucking trash. So. um, Let's see. Da, da, da. This review gave it a seven. <laughs> no, dude. No, that's pro- no, dog. It's one hundred percent not a seven. This is a fucking <laughs> bad movie, and it fucking sucks. And I like shitty horror movies. Uh, so da 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 takes makes Ti slitters on throat because they don't trust him. What? Uh, drone rounds a girl in the tub, breaks blood fear guy's neck. Bees, bugs, witch lady. Oh, at one point, <laughs> you see the one of the witches. 
Las Brujas. Mm. And it's like it's like doing the ring thing where it's like walking like upside, like, down. upside down and yeah. shit. And it's just surrounded by like a, a, a swarm of like flies or something. But there's so many particle effects around that you can't you can't even really tell. It just looks like a mob of bees. Uh, like you get it's it's like really unfortunate because it could have been kind of cool, but it's just like it's not bees, it's like flies, but it's like it's like a cliche crawling spooky lady surrounded by bees. Um da, 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 bash head on sink. Oh, out of nowhere. There's another girl who's like afraid of like not having control. So it just makes her hallucinate that she fell into a hole and can't get out, right? But this girl <laughs> is like in front of the others. So the girl is hallucinating that she is in a hole and she can't climb out. But the witches make her body levitate into the sky and then they just break her neck. And drop her body. It's just, it's so what? boring. It's so boring. Her fear <laughs> was loss of control. She was afraid because she got in a car accident when she was younger, and she, she like, she lost, she wasn't no longer in control of what was going on. So she's like, my fear is losing control. So the way that they do that is like, okay, we'll make her hallucinate, and in her hallucination, she falls into a hole, and she's trying to climb out, but she can't climb out of the hole. And an IRL will levitate her body into the air and just snap her neck. It's just so dumb and makes no sense. I hopefully yeah, they're I'm not wrong. involving the kill with the fear at all. It's just a hallucination, That's and then the they problem. get murdered by a witch. Yeah, dude. So it's super <laughs> stupid, right? So, yeah. so then there's like yeah. so now there's three people left. There's main white guy. Whose fear is losing my fear is losing you to his fiance. There is mm -hmm. fiance lady who her fear is like not being able to breathe. She has asthma. So the big thing in the movie is she has asthma. She needs her inhaler. She she has panic attacks. She can't breathe. And then the last guy left is black guy who's afraid of the police. Because of course you have to. So and he's like also the guy with the Malcolm X bandana. He's like the Malcolm X guy who hates uh, police officers. Right. So at the end of the movie, there's three left. Main couple, Malcolm X hates police black guy. Now, main, main couple gets a little separated from him. So hates police guy is alone. So what do they do? They make him hallucinate. That he's being pulled over by the police. Right. Now, they're like in a kitchen or something. He's hallucinating that he's being un unjustly pulled over by the police officers and that they are uh, mistreating him, which they, it happens. Everything's blue, by the way, for the last 20 minutes. It's all blue. Super saturated <laughs> in blue. And he's like fighting back with the cop or whatever, but in IRL, main boyfriend and girlfriend come up to him and they're like, you know, it's okay, Frankie, it's okay. And he stabs main boyfriend in the stomach. Like, that's how they kill the main character. The main guy. Stabs him in the stomach and he now he's dead. He doesn't die immediately, but he's going to die. Obviously, before he dies... Wait, so... 
the so, guy was hallucinating that the, he's getting take like he should be the one getting ready to be killed, but yes. he kills someone while doing that instead. So he's hallucinating that he's being bullied by these cops right now. Right. But and then he turns into the one so, that kills someone. So he missed. So while the main guy walks up to like calm him down, no, no, it's okay. Wake up, dude. It's just us. Don't believe it. Don't believe the fear. He doesn't realize afraid of cops, oh but he's holding like, he's holding like a, like a long metal stick and he shoves it in his stomach and like, okay, Ugh. now, now, now main guy's going to die. But now Malcolm X police <laughs> guy is like doing the, they, you, they reuse the TI thing where he's like, no, no, don't do it. And like his hands taken over and he cuts his own wrists and kills himself. Oh, so like, so it makes, <laughs> like it makes him kill himself by cutting his own wrists. So now all that's left is main girlfriend and dying boyfriend. And obviously before he dies, he's like, just don't believe the fear <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so it's main girlfriend alone. And here's another thing. Now, she's pregnant. And you uh -oh. didn't know when the movie started. So when they did the ritual, she didn't drink the wine. Which means she's not part of the ritual. But the movie doesn't know this. Because the witches are still trying to kill her. And I'm just thinking, oh, why? Shit. Like, that would be the perfect out. She's not... That would have been a tool to use because right. she didn't take the offering, so she's not part of the shit. So if anything, she should be the only one not hallucinating while everyone's freaking the fuck out, and she should be the only one there, kind of... If anything, she should have been, like, maybe everyone thought she was... I don't know, like... I don't get it, but the movie doesn't do that. The movie has her run into a room and then the fucking, the, the bees witch, the witch surrounded by fucking bees or flies comes out and climbs on top of her and starts sucking her breath out, right? Uh, like, so she's like, a dementor. <laughs> yes, she starts doing the Harry Potter shit where she's pulling the breath out of the lady. And... Now, this bitch has asthma, and she, like, is having an asthma attack right before the lady comes to steal her breath. Hey, man, you can't mind over matter that, for what I'm thinking. You need to have your inhaler right. or not. So, they're dummies. Like, she mind over matters her asthma attack, and then starts reciting scripture. <laughs> so, she's, like, reciting Leviticus 4.11 or some shit. And it makes the witch go away. <laughs> and then she runs out of the house and into the light. And then her phone starts ding, 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 ding. All these texts coming in. And it's the girl who left. Who's like all these texts. Hey, hey, what's going on? Uh, hey, guys, that fake, that news thing we saw was fake. There is no virus. Everything's Okay. Whatever. So the girl who left the hotel in the beginning, she gets mm -hmm. far enough away from the hotel, her phone starts working, and she's like, oh, shit, everything's fine. So that bitch got away scot-free. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. See, so I think they should have made it where she got out because she didn't do the ritual, 
but her fear she ends up like getting sick and dying from the COVID disease. Yeah. And like fear still got her or something. I don't know. Like still have her die from something, you know, she was afraid of to at I least mean, tie it back into the fear thing. It's maybe. A, I think it's okay to have, you know, final girl, like final girl's always a thing. Yeah. But the movie was bad. I feel <laughs> like if anyone is giving it a seven, who gave it a seven that you saw? Uh, this is on Joe Blow. I would I don't be know, some I mean, shit website. <laughs> I don't know. I do feel that, like, especially in our social climate today, people might be inclined to maybe think, like, you know, like if you watch, like, this is an urban horror movie, right? So it's like a black lit horror movie. So if I'm like, this movie is fucking garbage, someone's gonna be like, no, it's because you're racist. No, it's because the movie's bad. It's a bad movie. Like, I mean, he said T.I. was the standout to him. T.I. was terrible. <laughs> he T. said was... his character had the most meat to dive into. Like, no a, way. The, the best bite of meat for the that, character. <laughs> the movie is so rudimentary. It could have been written by a high school student. Like, oh, the acting was trash. The movie was bad. The, the T.I. Like, one thing I will say is that the pacing was pretty good because it, the movie went by pretty quickly and they didn't waste a lot of your time. Like, the very first time you see T.I., he coughs. And you're like, he's the sick one. And it's right, not right. like, I wonder when we're going to know. Like, 10 minutes later in the movie, someone's like, I think he's sick. 10 minutes later, they're like trying to get him in the basement. Like, it's the okay. movie, the movie does move at a pretty decent clip and the pacing's good in that sense. But this is not a good movie. Like I do not condone this movie or who directed it or who wrote, whoever wrote it needs to be, needs to go back to school because it is the dumbest shit. Even if I'm doing a bad thing and I, you know what I forgot to do? I forgot to look up like movies explained and watch actual film critics and people who dissect movies, dissect this film because sometimes I miss things like for real, man, y'all already know I'm a dummy. I watch a lot of these horror short films and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then I go on the YouTube comments and people are like, well, it's the the red balloon represents her fucking blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like sometimes I don't see what things mean. This movie was just straight stupid. It was dumb. It was ignorant. It was like, it was just written so bad in the sense that it wasn't ignorant, but it was dumb. Written in the sense that the movie is about fear and your fe- believing in your fear will kill you. No, the witch will break your neck is what it is. That's what happens in this movie. Witches become corporeal and break your neck or make you slit your throat or cut your wrist. And then the one time when the chick is, ugh, I don't know. Bad movie. Don't see it. There was also a trailer for something called 65 with Kalo Ren. Looks like a dinosaur movie. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that looks a lot of people excited to see it. Yeah. I haven't seen the trailer yet. (laughs) I don't know. But don't go see that movie. It was bad. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. I don't even think I'll watch that when it's on streaming. No, I mean, you can put it on just to, if you want to like kind of laugh and like, oh, I'll see T.I. But I'd rather watch Batman again for the hundredth yeah, time. Yeah, dude. The thing is, the kills were whack. It like there was no gore that was worth it. The kills are whack. The dated COVID panic. Look, man, I'm not like I said before. I'm not an anti-mask or anti. I'm pro-vax, pro-mask, and COVID sucks. But this movie really felt like COVID dude, fear porn. 
we're destined for like COVID style movies for like the, at least the next 15 to 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. And even it's like, no, they're using that as a tool. Still, the movie was too much of a vehicle for like, like COVID fear that yeah. it was just kind of like, ugh, I get, I, I feel like they, like this was supposed to come out like a year or two ago. I don't know. But rating wise, I don't. I mean, out of ten, four, maybe four, four and a half. Mm. It's bad. Any hoodles? I mean, you're almost at like five's average, man. I mean, <laughs> no, no. I think no. I there is that weird thing about the rating scale. I I don't think so. I think like I think anything below a seven or like a six in three quarters is a bad game probably. Mm. Cause I mean, can you name a game that's a six that's worth playing? Uh, that's a six. Yeah. Ooh. I don't think, I don't think anything under a seven is really worth it. Movie video game at a six. Damn. Call me out like that. Shit. I mean, that would be something that huh. is like, Oh, it was fine. Like, I think that you mistakenly finish a six because you needed to get to the end of it. But if you're playing something and it's that bad, like, I don't know. But I'd say this movie was pretty I bad. mean, the thing with nowadays, though, is like the backlog is so big that a six doesn't keep my time. It just yeah. can't. Yeah, there's plenty of other things to watch. You don't have to watch this movie. Yeah. But speaking of backlogs, right. uh, to wrap up this episode, we're going to be talking about... Uh, well, to pre-wrap up this episode. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. True. That's true because we do have an outro. So to pre-wrap up, we're going to do a little segment here about streaming services. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online, Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Plus. We know a lot of people have these services. A lot of people don't. Uh, we know a lot of the stuff that's on the services that are the major things. We know Spider-Man and Halo, but we wanted to just go ahead and like pick a couple of games that we think are like hidden gem, hidden hidden gems, hidden gems on these <laughs> services for you guys to maybe maybe that you guys didn't know were there, uh, because they're pretty good. We're not going to do Nintendo, but we're going to do. James is going to go ahead and take the Xbox Game Pass, and I'm going to take PlayStation Plus. Uh, essentials, premium, whatever. And we were just going to go and give you guys a couple of examples of games that you may not know are on these services that you should check out. I think we were going to do like three or five each, but I think we should just throw out as many as we feel like. Um, but I was thinking to start, though, what are some of the big ones? Like, we sure. know most people know the big ones. But what are some of like the big ones on the streaming services that everyone should know and should be playing? I will would like to note that I am looking through um, Xbox Game Pass on PC. So it provides the console and the PC games that are available on there. So just keep that in mind because some of these may not necessarily be available on console also. There is some that are exclusive to PC and actually, I do believe there are some that are exclusive to console. So I should actually even probably get a list that's separate from this. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. But, I mean, my app shows me that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so you just want me to, like, name. So I guess, like, 
there's multiple like large collections and I wouldn't say those are like the hidden gems, but there are a lot of collections on here that I think like would interest people that I think, you know, they should definitely be on the look for. Um, uh, so I will say that for game pass, um, all the, almost all the battlefield games are available on there. That is a big series of games. Um, not one I've personally dove into too much. Um, but obviously a bigger one. Um, Jesse, you've been playing through the crisis games. They're also available on game pass. Nice. All, all three of those. Um, a big one that I know some people might enjoy would be doom. Uh, there are five doom games available on there, including eternal. Um, Eternal's the one of the newer ones. It's terrific, um, but it does have like classic OG 1993 Doom on here. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want me to just list all like these big ones first, and then you can do some big ones? Yeah, why like not? the clustered stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one uh, near and dear to my heart is Fallout. Obviously, Microsoft Bethesda have their, you know, relationship. So all the Fallout games are available on the PC version, especially. Um, they are mostly available except for uh, like Fallout 1 and 2, which are PC games. And then I believe Tactics is also PC only. But I mean, Fallout 3, 4, New Vegas, 76, all terrific games. Um, you really can't go wrong with any of those, especially on console. Um, they're great. Uh, I'm not really going to name sports games or sports games everywhere. Uh, Gears of War. Gears of War is on here. They are terrific. If you have not played them, they're very fun. Third person over the shoulder style shooting game. So it does have a little bit of that slower pace clunkiness feel kind of like the God of War feel uh, as a representation of how that, you know, is compared to like a, another action-y type game. Um, uh, of course, the big one, Halo. There's about a million Halo games on here. Yeah, it's all of them. Even uh, the strategy yeah. game, right? Yeah, they got the yeah Halo War strategy games, Halo War Two, Infinite. I mean, they got Sick. you know one, two, three, four, five, everything on here, like everything. <laughs> you if it's Halo, it's on here. Um, let's see. I uh, know you may have this as well, but Mass Effect, the original Mass Effect games. Uh, I believe there's just the four. Uh, so one, two, three, and then Andromeda, I believe. Yeah, Andromeda. Um, they also have the Legendary Edition. Um, I guess I don't know why. Them, there may be a difference, but obviously the Legendary one's updated, so you know you can download that That's and play weird. Yeah, all. Legendary Edition, I think, just means maybe a DLC or a armor set. No, it's the re. No, it's the remastered versions. Like did that remastered oh, no, no, I'm thinking, set that came I'm out. Thinking Andromeda. Yeah, Andromeda, I think, is the last, like, the yeah, yeah. fourth one. No, the Legendary is, yeah, one, two, and three remastered completely. And then there's, I, right. thought, I thought you were saying Andromeda Legendary. I, I got confused. That's my bad. Yeah, there's oh, no yeah, reason yeah, to yeah. play the old one, two, three. Um, play the Legendary, because that's where they, that's where they, like, 
remastered them. Except mm-hmm. I believe they took out some of the shots where you're staring at the hot chick's ass. Uh. I think they were like, that's not tasteful to be. Because there were some scenes, like, she's smoking fucking hot. And there's a couple of scenes where, like, the camera's just straight up on her ass. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're talking, and the camera's just, like, booty. But I think they were, they were like... I think they were like, all right, man, chill out. And they cut like a few of those like fan service angles out. Mm, okay. Uh, in the legendary. So if you want to get your dick, Lame. Hard, you play the old ones. <laughs> um, if you, people didn't know that um, Microsoft does have a deal with EA. Uh, so everything that's on the EA play stuff is available on here. So um there are, I don't know, let's see, six Need for Speed games on here. Oh, nice. Um, they're part of the EA Play, but yeah. So they EA have, Play comes with it? Yeah, it's included with Game Pass, basically. Nice. The games that are available on EA Play are available to Game Pass users. Okay. They made a deal to where they're available for both. Yeah, because we have some, some EA stuff, not really, though. But we have, I don't know if you guys, did you guys get Ubisoft? Um, we got Ubisoft Plus Classics, which is like I'm, all the Far Cries and Assassin's Creeds and Watch Dogs and Ghost Recon. Yeah, I don't think they have that. They okay. did have a bunch of Far Cries a while back. And then, I mean, we just started getting the Assassin's Creeds, obviously. But yeah. And then, isn't Phoenix Immortal? That's another yeah. Ubisoft, so... I mean, there's a few, but there's not like what you're saying, where it's like all their games. Yeah, but still, no, because you guys, you have Phoenix Immortal, and we don't have that. Son of a bitch. But I think that's might be PC only. Okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. I played it on my console too. Never mind. Nice. It's because uh, it's cross save or whatever cross, okay. whatever it's called. Um. Yeah. So, uh, where was I? Mass Effect. Okay, so they do have also. Uh, another collection I'll point out is Ninja Gaiden. There are four Ninja Gaiden games on here. There's a Master Collection, so maybe there's three games and then the Master Collection. Yeah, that's what it is. Which would make more sense, right? Which I will say, um, if you're going to play those games, you play the old versions of them. The Master Collection is terrible. It chose the wrong oh. versions of the games to play, and it just fucked them up. I mean, oh, fine, shit. go play the Master Collection, sure, but the the more definitive better versions of the games were the sigma and the black versions before so even though the master collection is going to look better mm-hmm. it's not going to be a better game those ninja gaiden games are actually kind of fucked because they all have multiple versions so you have to make sure you're playing the right version like they just did a really bad job at optimizing those games and putting them out correctly it's a, it's unfortunate because there is a really cool game in all of those, but apparently the master collection is the worst way to play them. So play the play oh, the shit. individual older <laughs> ones. That's a waste of time yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah, it super sucks. Oh damn! I don't um, own it, and if I don't own something, there's usually a reason for it. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. There are four Quake games on here. Um, Quake. I don't know if three is arena but there is one two and four i'm assuming that 
Yeah, it's Quake 3 Arena. Okay, so yeah. So the four Quake games are on here. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a slew of Star Wars games, including Fallen Order, which actually probably could go down as more of a uh, a nice little gem to check out. If you haven't played Fallen Order, it's available. Yeah, um, it's great. But it, yeah, yeah. Um, I need to go back and finish that actually. Um, and then Battlefront uh, one and two are on here, and that Rogue Squadrons game. But I mean, yeah. it's flying the game. It's it's fine. Um, there are f- several Elder Scrolls games, obviously with the Bethesda deal. Uh, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim are all available. Um. I know, shout out to Seth from Who's Next. He mentioned these two games, but the series of Evil Within games are on here. One and two are both available. Um, I've heard very good things. Uh, I guess I could try going back to them, but I will say that, uh, I don't know, I got my heart going too much the first time I played it, and I was like, maybe yeah. playing alone at night and shit wasn't the best idea. Well, but, the uh, first like, this game, is too much. I can't do it. The first game starts off real strong, but that kind of right. drop, that drops off. Then they just become like kind of run of the mill survival horror games. Oh shit. But the first like okay. 2 hours of the first game is fucking amazing. Oh, nice. Um I've never played them, but the Wasteland games, Wasteland 1, 2, 3, they're kind of like the over-the-top style, like Diablo-ish type game play, kind of. Maybe a little closer view than Diablo, like not directly overhead, but more of like the, you see the room, I think, and you move around in it type of game. Um, But I've heard good things about those. That's the only reason I bring that up. Um... Let's see. And the last two I will mention is Wolfenstein is on here. And there are, I believe, looks like six games of those on here. Yeah, kind Um, of. There's there's like there's like the the first one. And then that has the old blood expansion. The second mm -hmm. one, then that has the new blood expansion. Then there's a multiplayer game and that has an expansion right is that what it is uh i I see wolfenstein 3d wolfenstein 2 uh the new colossus uh wolfenstein the new order wolfenstein old blood wolfenstein young blood and then there was one up further that was like return to castle wolfenstein okay yeah those first two are like older ones and then the other ones are yeah they're all the the newer ones and then the expansions because they did stuff where like the expansions were like separate also. And then the oh, young, okay. young blood or whatever is where you play as like two sisters and it's like a multiplayer game and it's supposed to be really bad. Oh, shit. But the <laughs> Wolfenstein, old blood, new blood, new Colossus. Those are all supposed to be great, nice. which I'm going to play them. And eventually, then, but. Yeah, I've never played them, but I, I've i always kind of been told that I would enjoy them, so yeah. I, I should. They look great. Yeah, I forgot I had them. I might have to do that. <laughs> um, and then the last one uh, is Yakuza. There are seven of those, eight of those available on here. Nice. Uh, from zero all the way up to Like a Dragon and Ko- Ko- Kwame? Kiwami? Kiwami, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't Kwame know. Yeah. Are the remakes of part one and two, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's plenty of big collections. Um, Jesse, you want to go ahead and then we can kind of yeah. pick out some gems for these guys. All right. So first thing I do want to say, anybody with a PlayStation five, you know that you have the PlayStation plus collection, which meant if you have a PS five, you automatically get 20 games, right? And they, they're really good games too. It's Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, uh, God of War, Mortal Kombat X, Fallout 4, Resident e- uh, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, Monster Hunter World, Resident Evil 7, Battlefield 1, Last Guardian, Cod Blops 3, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Batman Arkham Knight, Infamous Second Son, Until Dawn, Bloodborne, The Last of Us Remastered, and Ratchet and Clank 2016. That used to have Persona 5 on it. They took it out. Anyways, these five, these 19 games come with your system if you have a PS5. It's the PlayStation Plus collection. It's a preloaded collection of games. They're fucking great. Here's the deal. They are going away in March or May. March, April, May. I don't know. But they're going away soon. This whole collection is going away. What you can do is, do this, fucking nerds, go into your PlayStation Plus collection and trigger all of these games as if you're going to download them. You don't have to download them, but go to them. I'm trying to find them if I have not downloaded any of these. Uh, you would click it and then just add to library because once this collection is gone, as long as you have claimed them before this PlayStation Plus collection goes away, you will retain them all. So there's great games in this one little collection here, just to name a few. God of War, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15 Complete Edition, Monster Hunter World, Batman Arkham Knight, Uncharted 4, Bloodborne, Last of Us Remastered, like that's just a cup. This is this alone is wild, with great great stuff. One on here I need to play is The Last Guardian. I never played it, but other than that, um, back to the actual. So I'm going to be reviewing the PlayStation Extras tier, which isn't the premium tier. I think you can just get away with the Extras tier. I think it's 100% anybody with a PlayStation Five needs to have this. Dude, don't cheap yourself out. Get the extras tier. It is completely worth it. And especially if you don't buy a lot of games, uh, because there are so many games on here that are just really fucking great. So I'm trying to find the thing right here. I do need to point out one thing. Mm -hmm. I missed a bunch of shit not looking at the console (laughs) one. Oh, really? Yeah. Keep going. No, you can't. Yeah, you can come around again. Um, actually, I'm just going to pull out like some real heavy hitters. Same thing like with the Yakuza. The Yakuza games are over here as well. But um, also the Judgments over here. But a lot of really cool shit is on here. You got Dragon Ball Fighters. You've got Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. You've got obvious big stuff. You've got Final Fantasy. 7 Remake, Intergrade, you have Spider-Man, you have Miles Morales, you have Ghosts of Tsushima, you have Demon Souls, Returnal. So a lot of these exclusive and major, major titles 
and uh also just really high quality titles guardians of the galaxy uh yeah guardians and avengers are both yeah guardians avengers game pass and pcs yeah yeah those as well or playstation <laughs> uh control uh horizon zero dawn complete you know but what I'll definitely focus on, I mean, even Mortal Kombat 11 is on here, which is great. It's got Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 10 and 10 2 remastered, Final Fantasy 12, Final Fantasy 8. Uh, so, tons of that stuff. Shadow of the Colossus, uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, whatever. Tons and tons of really great games. And man, just more like Blasphemous is on here, even really good ones, deep cuts. But I really would, I try to really encourage people when they first get a PS5 to get this because you got Spider-Man, you got Miles, you got Ghost of Tsushima, you got Demon Souls, Returnal. That's like the, that's like the first run of next gen games that we got for the PS5 and it's super duper worth it. Uh, I mean, I could sit here and read through so many of these, but. I think that's really what I want to drive home is like those major ass games are on here right? and they're really, really good. God, there's so many on here. I didn't realize. Uh, but yeah, which ones did you miss? Um, so like all the fable games are on here. Fable one, two, three, oh, nice. which I should have known that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What was the other one? The, yeah, that's only Arkham Knight. They did add all the Banjo Kazooie for 360 games on here. That's fun. Um, for, as far as old school game, I just saw one though that I, that made me. Sorry, I just scrolled through to another spot. Um, I know the Dragon Age games are on here. Dragon Age Origins Two and Inquisition are all available. Nice. Um. And then there's a shit ton of like actual sports games that are a guest console only, like soccer, football, like Madden's on here, oh, Fight Night good. Champions on here, FIFA like 22, 21, like Forza four and five. Um, you know all those like I don't know skate like a lot of sport games that I I, I think Xbox does. L- push those a little more it seems yeah. like i don't yeah well, those games at least with the game more. pass those games sell in the states more for sure yeah that makes sense um but yeah the console list has definitely got a lot more to it and that i probably should have looked through instead <laughs> i never realized it was this much more on here um yeah. but um, we'll go through and yeah. maybe pick some of our favorites to point out yeah for sure so now on the playstation plus thing they have ps3 games which there's a lot of really great ones but it sucks because you have to stream them and it's a huge bummer now if you have good internet who cares you can stream them Mm -hmm. they work fine I've, i've tried them they're great sometimes if the game's a shitty game that's not optimized well it'll kind of be shitty but there's some games on here that I can't not mention. And first one I'll start off with is the Castlevania Lords of Shadow games, which nice. are my favorite games. Now, I'm not seeing Lords of Shadow 1, but I'm seeing 2 and two point, and like 1.5. So there was Castlevania Lords of Shadow, and then there was Mirror of Fate, which was a 3DS game. Uh, yes, it is on here. They're all on here, bro. This is fucking wild. 
Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Shadow, Mirror of Fate, and Lords of Shadow 2. All three of these games are here. Mirror of Fate was a 3DS game, so it's kind of cool that it got like an HD make on the console. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these games are amazing. I love them. People said that there were God of War clones. I don't believe that. They do play similar to God of War, but they're just fucking great. Also, God of War games were awesome. The, right. <laughs> I believe the first one and maybe even the second one were like not it's like they were produced by Kojima so they have like the the Kojima kind of vibe to them like in the storytelling and it's really good so I for sure recommend Castlevania Lords of Shadow the series on here uh, they're really, really awesome takes on basically a Castlevania origin story. So that's my first little vote here is the uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which is available on the premium tier. Nice. Um, I will start out with one that I th- everybody's heard of, but it's on here. And I, I think people should definitely check it out, especially if you're into like multiplayer and shooty games that have a focus on like also um building a character with abilities and that's outriders um i've put a lot of time in outriders i did several builds um i know they've added multiple expansions that were included with it i believe maybe not maybe the new dlc thing did cost separate but if it's on Game Pass, you usually get all the DLC with it. So, um, I, I yeah, I can't say enough about this game. It's a lot of fun, especially if you play with friends. Um, the building of the characters is a lot of fun, and the magic ability type stuff you can do, and um, the different like class type builds, and you know how how you work together is just really great. And the combat's great and it has like a dark souls, you know, role, but you're still doing shooty shooty stuff. And yeah, really good game. Definitely worth it. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to throw one out here. It's a fighting game, but it's a pretty mm. awesome one. It's called, <sighs> they fucked up the name fighting EX layer, <laughs> right? So it's called fighting EX layer. Really weird name. Also, they should have called it Fighting Layer EX. That way, in the community, they could have abbreviated it, and we could have just called it Flex. But they're fucking stupid. So, Fighting Layer, Fighting EX Layer, is a game by Arika, which is a company that teamed up with Capcom back in the day to make Street Fighter EX, or it just called Street Fighter EX, which became Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha, and then Street Fighter EX Two Plus Alpha, and Street Fighter EX Three. So Street Fighter EX was a 3D Street Fighter game in graphics only. I think there was a sidestep, but it's pretty much just 3D graphics. But this company made up their own characters, which some of them became popular, like Skullomania. Skullomania is fucking awesome. His character is great. He's like this kind of carnival skeleton guy. He's a guy in a skeleton outfit with a scarf. And he's really awesome, and he got really cool. And those old Street Fighter EX games were just awesome. Loved them. But since it was made with Arika, or Arika, uh, the licensing issues were all fucked. Also, they always had really good music. 
licensing was all fucked, so we would never get these characters. Like, we just never got these characters again, and they were gone. People always wanted a Street Fighter EX4, but we never got it. But a couple of years ago, we find out about fighting EX Layer, and they put out basically all those old characters, people like Skullomania and Darren Mister and Alan Schneider and basically all the unique characters from that Street Fighter EX series come back with some new characters and it's a full-on just 2D fighting game. It does have something called the Gogi system which is like this weird card thing where you select these kind of... You select these cards that can kind of modify the attributes during the fight it totally sucks don't do that like stop doing things like this to fighting games street fighter cross tekken did something like this and it ruined it with the gem system but it's a really great looking fighting game it's got perfect controls it plays really well and they added terry bogart as a bonus character which is fucking crazy out of nowhere Mm -hmm. but it's a bit of an obscure fighting game if you like traditional real ass street fighter ass fighting games and you are not familiar with fighting EX Layer, go look it up. And it is as traditional and Street Fighter as it gets. It's basically Street Fighter, but with like a wacky ass group of characters that serve as almost Street Fighter like substitutes. Like there's no Zangief, but there is Darren Mister. And he's almost cooler. No, he's not. <laughs> but he's still cool. <laughs> he's no, no one's cooler than Zangief. Uh, but it's very cool, man. It's a really cool game. So I'm for sure going to say Fighting EX Layer. That game is fucking dope for a fighting game. That's a pretty obscure-ass fighting game to be on here. It's pretty great. Hell yeah. Um, I'm going to mention two games that are of the same uh, title, more or less. Um, if you have not played Hollow Knight, it is a terrific, like, I guess it's considered Souls-like game. Um, Metroidvania. Souls-like Metroidvania, I guess. Right. Um, it's it's terrific. Check it out. Um, if you're into, like, the, you know, platformer side-scrolling type game. Um, but, which is also available on Game Pass. Um, so if you haven't played it, play it. But... I was going to mention Ori, Ori and the Blind Forest, and then Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So if you've liked Hollow Knight, this game is a lot like that. Um, The music's terrific. It looks beautiful. Like, these games look terrific. Um, The combat was really fun in them. Um, Definitely worth checking out. Both of the games are on there. One's a definitive edition. I believe Ori and the Blind Forest was first, and then Will of the Wisps was second. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're both on there. Look great. Um, definitely have the f- same feel as a Hollow Knight uh, sure. to me. Um, maybe to more like trained dead people, they would point out the differences. I think it's a little but, floatier, but it's the right. same shit, bro. It's Hollow Knight. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. It, it even has Switch. like the dark like feel and the characters don't look that different. Honestly. Yeah, it's Hollow Knight. <laughs> or he could be like the pet of Hollow Knight, basically. Yeah, so. I mean it's like Hollow Knight, but the thing is Hollow Knight is very, very good. So it's just yeah. they're good games. They yeah, but I really enjoyed Ori too. Hard. I had I thought it was great. It gets hard, bro. I got that shit 
for an ex-girlfriend of mine, I got it for her and her, and her kids. And that's a fucking hard-ass game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they're fun. They're good, though. Definitely worth it. What you got? Uh, fuck yeah. Alrighty here. I got sidetracked watching something. Uh, so <laughs> one of one of these little trailers for something. Uh, so a game that is it's a little bit of a bummer because you got to stream it. It's on the PS3 games again, but there were a lot of games on the PlayStation 3 that were fucking good, and you can play them here. Asherah's Wrath. So people will definitely recognize it when they see it. So Asherah's Wrath is a fucking wild-ass game. It's kind of based on what seems to be like kind of Hindu-style gods-ish. It's made by Capcom. And it is just the most kind of like extreme-ass crazy shit. Most of the game is like kind of contextual butt presses. Button butt presses. (laughs) Button presses. So a lot of it is kind of just like you're kind of manipulating a scene. But that's kind of the purpose of the game is that you're watching such insanity. Like this one guy, you're fighting a guy on the moon and he stabs you with a sword. Like he knocks you to the ground and he stabs you. He stabs through you with a sword so long it comes out the other side of the moon. Like it's like it's like anime. It's like anime shit. Yeah. To the max level. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. A-S-U-R-A, Asura's Wrath. And it's just the fucking wildest, craziest fucking game. Only came on the PS3. They didn't port it over. I don't understand why. I don't get why they wouldn't bring this game over so we can play it. I mean, we do know why. The PS3 has some Yeah, that's anime as shit. Yeah, it's super animated. But oh, it says it was on 360. It's awesome. Asherah's Wrath. Oh, it was? Sick. Yeah. Uh, Asherah's Wrath <laughs> is fucking awesome. That game is super cool. It's kind of forgotten. There's another game that I don't think it's on here. I forgot the name of it, but it's another Capcom game that was on the PS3 that it's just an era where they made these really interesting games that were really different and crazy, and they kind of are lost to this generation. But Asherah's Wrath is uh, is really good. It's called Remember Me, and I bet you it's not on here. Uh, rem- there's a game <laughs> called Remember Me on the PS3 as well which was supposed to be a really big new series for Capcom, and then they just dropped the ball and then nothing happened with it. But it was really cool, though. But yeah, Asher's Wrath. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, I will... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and mention Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, yeah. This game has been on here almost... I think it might have been one of the OG... Um, OG, what am I trying to say? Game Pass games, maybe? I remember it being available on here for a long time. And I did start it, and I got pulled off by a new game. And I, like, looking through this list was like, holy shit, I need to go back to this game. Because it looks beautiful, For first off. Um, It does have a unique fighting style to it, where it's almost like a... It's kind of like 
tactically in a way like it is like a timed kind of strategic fight but it's like you, you like almost zoom in over the shoulder kind of like circling each other type of fight in some spots mm-hmm. um but the story's really cool um one of the very unique things about it is that she is for more more or less without maybe being insensitive to it she's she's going batshit crazy mm-hmm. and you hear like i highly recommend wearing a headset with this game you will hear the whispers she's hearing in her head like sounding like they're coming from behind you and around you and all this shit just throughout nice. the whole game and it just adds like to the ambiance of like falling into this game like when you're playing it it is really nice touch i almost i could be wrong but i think they even say at the beginning that they recommend you wear a headset type yeah I headphones while playing this yeah it is very good i was i'm kind of bummed that we haven't heard anything about the second game um because they did release a trailer that looked really cool and then i just have not heard any more about it um but hellblade i might actually be revisiting it at, at after doing this like breakdown that we did um because i got really excited about the fact that i didn't finish and i was like holy shit i love this game need to go back to it so hellblade send you a sacrifice definitely recommend it yeah and it's like vikingy looking too so hell yeah uh (laughs) next one here uh once again it's on the ps3 games but it's worth it double dragon neon now, I'm not sure anyone who missed this game needs to play it. If you like old school beat 'em up style stuff, but Double Dragon Neon was like a reimagining of Double Dragon. I don't even know when it came out. Maybe 2014, 13, 12, even maybe. Uh, oh, I can just click it. Um, 2012. And it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up game, but with like a kind of like a skilled system, and it's really awesome, and it plays well, and the music is amazing. Look up the soundtrack. It's Double Dragon Neon. Soundtrack is freaking incredible. There's not much I can say other than that, just how cool it is. Like, the game is really awesome. It's a lot of fun. You can build your characters up great. The music is just fucking through-the-roof awesome. Very cool 80s synthy style stuff and yeah man double dragon neon is a super pleasure everyone should play it wherever they can it should be on every console so you should i think it is on game pass i think i looked at it and you told me i should check it out then Double dragon neon is the shit uh it's a lot of fun oh yeah right i i remember um hellblade Two, the trailer was like the first look at like a game that was going to be running in Unreal Engine 5 too. That's yeah. why I remember it being so exciting because yeah. we got gameplay and it looks so good. But yeah, it, it, from what I'm seeing, it's hope to come out this year, hopefully later than or sooner than later, like first half. Yeah, let them take the time. Yeah, I mean, it looked awesome already. Like I said, we got a gameplay trailer and everything. So um I will like I would like to mention Mortal Shell. Um, this is an another Souls like game that I was recently 
uh, introduced to just because everybody, I got done with Dark Souls games and I think we were waiting on Elden Ring and everybody else, you know, you should try Mortal Shell. It definitely has a different feel. Um, it's, it's a lot less open to like building. Um, yeah. and it does have like a unique thing with the like hardening shell that you do to like avoid taking damage. But, and it, um, I do recommend it because it isn't a long game and it definitely has a, it looks beautiful. Yeah, um, it is an enhanced edition. So it, it, the graphics are just, it, it looks great. It's very dark souls. Um, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. I, I, it had a lot of, a lot of challenging parts in it. Um, and I think a lot of it was just because it is a different style of combat uh, in a way. Um, but did, you did play this, didn't you? Yeah. 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 We all played it. Yeah. Mortal oh, Shell yeah. was great. Yeah. That one's on plus as well. Yeah, Mortal Shell is definitely a super fun souls game. If you want to play a souls like game and you don't have the ability to give like 80 hours to a game, you can get through that game in like 15 Oh, for sure. It's yeah. not the biggest game, but it's that's not to deter you from trying it. It's got plenty of uh, exploration and fun shit to do anyways. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, let's see here. Try not to pick something on the PS3 thing again. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, the PS3 section has so many incredible fucking games that you just can't play anymore uh right they're just fucking great and i'm like i'm skipping over obvious shit like neo's on here of course go play neo duh you know power rangers battle for the grid is on here go play that it's a fun game i actually i actually loaded power rangers battle for the grid up two nights ago just to test it out again and got <laughs> completely destroyed by the computer I could not even move. That's the only fighting game you and me played together, yeah, we right? Played it. Yeah, you whooped me a bunch of times. That's a good game. That's a very good <laughs> game. One. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, Zords were cool too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to see here. I mean, there is a lot of like, there's a lot of fighting games on here that are great. Mark of the Wolves is on here. King of Fighters 13 is on here, which is really, really cool, but kind of niche. No one really talks about that game anymore. Uh, but yeah, so I guess for this last one, I'll say there's a lot of fighting games on here that are really cool, like Garo, Mark of the Wolves, King of Fighters 13, which is awesome. And Street, so the last two I'll say of that is Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix is on here, which is awesome. It's Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, but they got the guys from Udon Comics to redraw the whole game. So it's old school Street Fighter with like really crazy comic book graphics. It's pretty awesome. And they also have Street Fighter 3 Third Strike Online Edition, which is the only way that you can play like the best version of Third Strike, um, which is kind of a bummer because you have to stream it. But but still, <laughs> it's a bummer, man. The thing is, the PS3 had some specific type of chip or processor that yeah. causes the games not to be easily emulated. So whenever mm -hmm. you... The reason why you have to stream these is because somewhere there is a warehouse full of PS3s 
running these games and you are emulating off of those PlayStations. That's what I've heard. That's what I hear is that literally mm. there is some a building somewhere which is mass amounts of PS3s that are running <laughs> the fucking games. I don't believe it, but that's what I've heard and that's how I hear it's done. Uh, but they can't like emulate PS3 games. So when games that were based on PS were made on PS3 come out like again where like you can download them and you have them they've they pretty much have to go into the game and like rebuild the game in a sense because of some kind of like something they did on the board for the three i don't know what it was but whatever they did fucked up compatibility for the future so that's mm -hmm. what sucks it's really cool that we have all these three games on here you do have to stream them which can be annoying it's annoying for me because you can't stream a game to play it and stream on your console. So I, oh, if I want to play okay. one of these games, I can't stream it because I'm already streaming. That's why I wanted to do the capture card thing, which didn't work. But I digress. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, but I said all those fighting games. I guess you want to do one more of each? Yeah, I got... Um, um, yeah, so the my last one I'm going to mention... Um, and I may throw a second one because these yeah, are both new games, brand new. Um, I have to recommend people give Hi-Fi Rush a try. Oh, yeah. The game is awesome. It looks great, plays great. It Do not get turned away by the rhythm part of it. It is not like that shooter game, which is also on here. It is way different you do not have to do it necessarily all the time and it will ease you in and there's multiple game modes so you can play it on super easy if you want to high fry rush is great surprise drop it's on game pass if you have game pass just try it like it's not yeah. hurting you try it and then i will mention that goldeneye 007 the original nintendo 64 version is available on game pass right now it is supposedly looks a little better on Xbox than I guess the Switch version. I don't know if that's true. But hey, it's a classic, man. N64 Goldeneye on your Xbox. Let's yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, last one I'll bring up is two games. It's Lost Planet 1 and 2. Which Lost Planet 1, I believe, Lost Planet 1 was a launch title for the PS3. Was it a launch title? Uh, I don't think well, it was a launch PS3 title, but it was. It was, it was <laughs> I know, right? I, I can't help it because the thing is, is a lot of these lost old games. Well, the ones that I mentioned in the forefront, the re the the reasons are already there. Spider Man, Returnal, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Batman, like all that shit. We already know. But these little hidden joints you may not know about, like Lost Planet One and Two. There was a third, but it's not on here. Uh are these Capcom games that you're like on a planet and there's like giant like dinosaur monster things. And it's like these crazy, enormous, giant boss fights. And some of it's made for like online. I think Lost Planet 2. But uh, they're just really different, crazy, lost games that were really interesting and like fun. And they're very video gamey. Like they're really, really, really video gamey. Like I'm, I'm actually looking at this and I'm like, damn, dude, I should probably load one of these up and play it 
because everything nowadays is so long-winded and all these systems and all this shit. I mean, I know these games are going to have systems and stuff in them, but it's a little more to the point. And I believe I played this on 360. Yeah. The those games were cool, man. They weren't perfect, but they were cool, different, fun video game ass video games. And uh Lost Planet Extreme Condition and Lost Planet 2 are pretty dope, man. Like I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure we could go on forever. There's so many. You know oh my I mean? gosh. I didn't yeah. even bring up the infamous games are on here and Bulletstorm, and then there's like silly shit, and there's you know, the Darkstalkers Resurrection on one of the only ways to play Darkstalkers or Brink. Do you remember Brink, that first person shooter that they made a yes. big deal about? <laughs> that fucking game. They made a big deal because it was parkour in it. Like but you know, there's cool shit like shit. the the Resident Evil Dark Side Chronicles, which is like the light gun Resident Evil games where you just shoot and shit like House of the Dead style. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. It's just I do definitely recommend subscribing to these services if you have the scratch. But also like if you if you're not really into buying and knowing video games, it's just invaluable. You could literally, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of video games and they're good. Even this one screen that I'm just, I just left my shit on. There's Dynasty Warriors 8, Ratchet and Clank, uh, uh, Indiana Jones Lego, Dragon's Lair, Darksiders, Brink, Devil May Cry, Red Faction. So many different styles of games that were full on real ass video games. And, uh, they're there. I just, I don't get when people are like, I get it. You know, not everybody wastes money. Like, but you know who I'm clowning on? I'm talking about Aaron. He ain't gonna listen to this shit anyways. Aaron's the worst. <laughs> Aaron's the worst, dude. He will only, he pays $10 per month for his PlayStation thing because if he sees a bigger number, he feels like he's paying more. He's paying $120 a year for a service that costs $60 a year. Mm. And I'm, I try to tell him, dude, just you bite the bullet once a year. I always do it around my birthday. I do the one year up front and then I don't have to think about it. Sure. With these extra games and stuff like it'll cost a little more, you know, it'll be, it'll be more, but, but still like, I think sometimes looking at what you have the ability to to experience and the games that you can get with these services is really worth it because you can find yourself like in a day where you wake up and you're like, you know what I want? I wonder what Ratchet and Clank future a crack in time was like when it came out and you can play it. You can play older shit Newer shit with the Game Pass shit, it's dope. You can play all the Halo games if you want to do a Gears run through all the Gears games. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just, there's just way too much value to be had here. So I do definitely oh, recommend it. Do definitely recommend that. And both of them are very good about exclusives being put out day one. I mean, I know Xbox has Xbox got real is, big Xbox doing their day more, one shit. Is more on that. PlayStation's given not many. I think Stray was free on the first day, and then so was like Shadow Warrior 3. Who cares? 
Sony's on some other shit. No, no, Sony's on some other shit where I I'm okay with it. But sure. So, but Sony's like on some like uh, their big ass releases. They release them. They don't put them on the streaming service. Like you go buy those. <laughs> but what ends up happening is they eventually put them on. Because look at it, a year later, and they put Spider Man, Returnal, Demon Souls. Right. That's a that's a wild thing that they basically did that. whenever they come out on PC finally is when yeah. they're available on Plus. It's like a year later they'll do it. A year right. later, that's, they'll be like, yeah, that's usually right, when I get them. Here you go. We'll put them on the collection thing, which I think is fair. Uh, yeah. But it's it's pretty dope, man. And I look forward to seeing it get better again. <clears throat> I would also point out, make sure you look into the perks as well. Like, I know with Xbox, there's like reward points you get you can mm-hmm. use. And then there's just perks. Like, I like I just used the Apple, uh, Apple TV three-month perk, you know? Like, yeah. they're free perks that are included with it. Like, there's an Apple Music one on there. There's stuff for in-game skins for, like, uh, Elder Scrolls Online or Apex Legend stuff or, like, Smite, I think, has one right now. <clears throat> like, there's always extra perks that you, you may have to look a little bit more for. Yeah. And they're like the Prime, like, Amazon Prime has perks for games, too, but... Definitely like look into that stuff because you could miss out on some like really nice deals to check stuff out for free. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely stuff like like I know that a lot of times with a lot of these free games like Fortnite or whatever or any any of these service games. <laughs> I love the way you said that. <laughs> but what they'll do is, is they'll have like a like a PlayStation Plus only pack. And it's like a pack that would cost you like five bucks. It's like, you know, some costume shit and some currency. So there's plenty of stuff like that all the time. Also, yeah, look at what these things actually bring. Because the Mm -hmm. use for the PlayStation Plus thing, the best use for it is the cloud saves. So you back your console up to the cloud. So if, God forbid, anything ever happens to your system, you've got all your saves backed up. So, like, my system could fall into a fucking river, but I'm okay because all my saves are in the cloud. Uh, so definitely look at that kind of shit as well. And just know what you have because it's fucking video games for you. Like, I'm excited. Tomorrow we get Evil Dead the game, which I hate asymmetric horror games. But that one's Evil Dead. So I'm going to try it. We're going to see what it's like. I'll have to wait for Aaron to come back, but... Definitely when he gets back in town, uh, I'm pretty sure we'll definitely be streaming that together. And you know what? If anybody hears this and has a PlayStation and is going to be playing Evil Dead, I don't think it's crossplay. If anyone else is going to be playing Evil Dead, let us know because I think we'd much rather build a lobby instead of like him and I right. joining randoms. It might be more fun to... I don't know how many people it takes to make a game happen. Probably like six or something. I think it would be more fun to get a group of people to play instead of just kind of like trudging through the muck with a bunch of randos. This says Evil Dead, the game will have full crossplay between PC and consoles. Hmm. But do you have access? I don't to know it? if that's console to console, though. The game is available between all platforms, PC, Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch once it's released for... Oh, so it's full-on crossplay. Yeah, sounds like it. Sick. I mean, it looks cool, and I'm going to... Yeah, it was on Game Pass at one point, and I never tried it. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it tomorrow night. Uh, v. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. I'm probably going to buy some of the DLC for it anyways because it has a 2013 pack. And I love that movie. So, and also the 2013 pack has like a single player mission. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck, but it says like Evil Dead 2013 Ooh. inspired single player campaign mission. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll play Ooh. that for sure. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll see Hopefully though. I, I really <clears throat> don't like games like that. It, it's mostly because I suck at video games and people online are really good. So I die a lot. But you gotta get good sometime. Hell yeah. But we'll see. Uh, I will be starting Harry Potter tomorrow night because oh yeah, I get 72 hour early access. Fuck yeah, dude. It's getting nines. It's getting, oh yeah, I bet. It's getting it's getting like upper eights and nines right now. So you're I watched a little thing of a guy who had like 40 hours with it and he because you like Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Like, are you a Potter pal? Like, are you like heavy into the Potters? Uh, I watched almost all the movies, and then before the part two, the final movie came out, uh, I listened to all the audiobooks. So okay, I've so done you like books it, like and it. yeah. So yeah, a guy said like people, no spoilers, but people who like Harry Potter are gonna love it. And he yeah. said like it's gonna be a lot of like, oh, there's no rush, like. If you're not in a rush like me, I get impatient and I just want to go kill stuff. But like right. apparently if you like this Hogwarts and shit and you want to kick it at Hogwarts, like it's pretty well fleshed out where you could be like, I f- bro, I'm going to kick it at they Hogwarts. They messed up not making this an MMO. Yeah, I'm wondering. I don't know. I Even mean, with limited, like make it a limited thing like Fallout 76. I think they could only have 24 people in a server at a time. But even that would have been just like chef's kiss. If they would have done that, it would have been real smart. Yeah. But that would also <laughs> be almost like a completely different kind of game. Cause this, uh, looks no, really because good. fallout 76, you can interact with the world. You don't have to interact with people at all. You can just see them walk by like And it's, you don't even see them all that often. And then like, if you wanted to do PVP, you both have to like basically agree to do it, to do it. Yeah. Yeah, they could have. So man. you could pull that off for sure. Yeah, but it looks good though. We look forward to hearing about it. So yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. So you get it tomorrow night? Yeah, 72 early. Wait, tomorrow at midnight uh, yeah. or tonight at midnight? It said uh, at 10. No, no, no. So 12, 8, 8 o'clock European time, I think it releases. It said 20, 20. Yeah, 20 is. Uh, Eight o'clock, right? Twenty, mm-hmm, yeah. So twenty, uh, <laughs> eight eight p.m. <laughs> European okay. time, which they're five hours, so it'd be like three o'clock here, I think. Tomorrow. Okay, so definitely, fuck yeah. yeah. So that's Tuesday the seventh. Seventh, yes. Okay. Well, so I might already have access by the time you guys hear this. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> well. It's awkward not having to do an intro or an outro, but I guess we're going to go back to our past selves so that you guys can listen to us in the future. Any parting words, Jimmy? Uh, Enjoy hearing us talk about James Gunn and his plans. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Later, guys. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's get into um, the new DC slate.
James Gunn came out and put out a pretty cool video, actually. Um, yeah. More than like more open than we're, we've seen. And I, I'm, I think it's good because there's been such backlash with his decisions, which is kind of dumb if you ask me like yeah right. of course he has to make changes like people are mad i mean i'm i don't think people realize that a lot of these changes were already in place before yeah he got there. <laughs> yeah and like yes they uh they like hinted oh well he you know he's back as soups whatever because of the end of black adam but like he has to make changes i don't believe that the Flash is the best superhero movie he's ever seen. That's one thing he says, and we we'll get into the full list. But that's yeah. the one part of that that I'm like, eh, you know, you kind of have to. We know you have to say certain shit, but like, it feels weird that you're being so honest and open, and that's clearly yeah. incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll I will be very happy to eat crow if 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 it is great. You know what I mean? I just can't imagine it is so. But okay, let's go through it. Do we well, have also to uh, say I that we I recorded before? We but... recorded the day before, and James said, uh, "Like you said, you were going to say something in January, and it's one thirty. Like it was <laughs> literally the last day of January, he he dropped it. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm trying to find like a listing. All right, so we've got. I do have a list. Um, I'll yeah, Hollywood Reporter's got a good one in order. I got Polygon up. Um, we're very good at but preparing it's not in, for a podcast. It's not in. Uh, it's not in order though. The way that he talked about it. So if you've got, if you've got Hollywood, oh, I put program. a, I put a photo with the uh, release thing. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, uh, the first thing he mentioned was Creature Commandos. Yeah, that uh, seemed really. It's cool. a seven episode animated series written by James Gunn himself. Um, he did mention while announcing this first one that. What they're wanting to do and plan to do is to they want the same actor to play the character in animated and in live action yeah. and in video games, like period. So he did so, say that, but if you notice, he also would say when possible, if we can. Yeah. So it's like hmm, maybe not all of them can, but for the most part, they want to make it one giant continuity. My, my assumption with that is going to be when contracts are too expensive. You know what I That's mean? That's what I was going to say. Like, there's going to there's gonna be where, like, I don't know, Brad Pitt plays a fucking Booster Gold or whatever. You know what I mean? And then they go to get him animated. It's going to be almost impossible. But they'll probably be able to toss enough money at it. I will say, side note, this photo they have on Hollywood Reporter of James Gunn, he's a goddamn dreamboat in there. Do you see this? Like, <laughs> why they got to make him look so cute? Uh, but oh, okay, yeah. But um, so what's it called? <laughs> Creature Creature Commandos is going to yeah. be a seven episode animated series written by James Gunn. It says he wrote and he's going to be directing the first couple episodes. So I don't know if he's directing them all, but it's it seems like he's going to write uh, most a lot of, of it. So shit, yeah, it looks really cool. It's going to blend in like classical monsters like frankenstein's monster bride of frankenstein from the looks of it and i don't know a couple other it looks like uh it looks like someone similar to the merman from um uh hellboy um oh yeah i don't the, abe the, sapien yes it looks kind of like abe sapien but i don't know wh who or what that is but um 
It says originally a team of classic monsters assembled to fight Nazis. This modern take, uh, this is a modern take on the concept. So they haven't cast anyone just yet, and um, they are planning on all of these animated series having place in the universe. So it does look like the cockeyed dude, like squirrel monster from <laughs> Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. His new one is yeah. in there, um, but that's really cool. I. I really like the idea of one shared universe and Marvel pretended they were going to do that when they did agents of shield. Yeah. Um, they didn't really do. And shit. then they gave it up completely. And it does seem like it would be real fucking hard to do. Mm. Like to be fair to it. Cause it's gotta be the, it's going to take so much planning. You know what I yeah. mean? Cause you got to imagine how do you cast for both? Because some actors aren't great voice actors and vice mm. versa. You know, like Kevin Conroy was never in any. I mean, I don't oh. know. He might have been, but he's not Didn't like he a well-known up? actor, great voice actor. He played Amazing. Batman live action once. Oh, did he? Like he showed up. Yeah, as, like, the on Flash older... DC or the. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. That's cool. But you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure that not every voice actor even wants to be an actor. Right. Yeah. Um. So that will be tough to do, but very cool. Uh, I love that idea. And then he talked about Waller, which is a spinoff of Gun's own uh, Peacemaker series from HBO Max, and Viola Davis is going to come back. She's amazing. I think she's a great yeah, Amanda Waller. I haven't. I got to fucking finish Peacemaker. And I found out you're right, James. I do have HBO. My sister gave us hers. We have it on the downstairs TV. So fuck it. I, I mean, you've watch. mentioned that your wife has watched all of game of thrones while it was happening and everything yeah. i was like yeah, you definitely have access <laughs> well i i literally never watch anything downstairs i sometimes if i'm eating like a snack or something downstairs i'll watch some anime uh but that's all and then we watch hulu when we eat dinner together my wife and i usually watch some kind of you know hell's kitchen or some gordon ramsay show you know so yeah. i don't i just don't think about that tv but uh i need to finish uh peacekeep peacemaker cuz Fuck, that show is awesome. I like uh, four episodes uh, into it. You didn't like it? I was like three or four in and couldn't stand it. Hmm. Um, but it's going to be written by Crystal Henry, who did Watchmen. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That is, mwah, like, Watchmen is one of the greatest TV shows I've literally ever seen. And uh, he did Doom Patrol? Oh, shit. Yeah, nice. it's, and Jeremy Car- Carver, the creator of Doom Patrol, which I watched a couple of episodes oh, of that. Yeah. Also great. Yeah, I think that team's great. I think them having James Gunn run the new slate is such a smart move because he's so passionate about comic books and especially about weirdo background characters. And I think for DC to really succeed, they need to have their core group, right? You know, your your Trinity. Your Justice League, yeah. Your Justice League, right? But then focus on all the weird shit because Marvel's already going to own that, like, our main group, you know, that, that kind of world. Uh, I just feel like if they can put forward more interesting, uh, characters and more interesting stories, they'll be in a better position to kind of build out a world. And I feel like we're a little fatigued with the major shit. I know they're planning, you know, they're already planning on having a new Superman movie and a new Batman movie, you know, whatever. But like, hopefully, the focus well, shifts away. Right. Then that's one thing Gunn obviously is doing is taking these like major side characters to like make 
new material that's different that people have never seen. Yes. Um, and I also point like to point out that that seems everything is going to be staying in the like adult realm of yeah. entertainment wise. It yeah. doesn't seem aimed towards like kids at all. Like he knows that comic books is actually just our age group and up almost yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And so to like pinpoint all this stuff, you know, Marvel is doing a great job getting stuff to the kids and whatnot and making it family friendly. But, you know, for longevity and I think you just got to know your audience. You know what? And make movies that appeal to us. That's a hundred percent right. And I hadn't even thought of it. The idea that like what we've seen of Marvel is they are pushing towards younger audience or skewing towards a younger audience, which is all well and good, more power to them, you know, and that's good. They There's a young audience out there that is devouring the superhero content, but comic books, like we all know, and I'm sure there's a, you know, there's exceptions to every rule, but the audience of, of written media is going to skew older and for DC to be able to kind of cater to that is going to be huge. I think. Yeah. That's a really, really it lends to their point. characters too. Cause their characters have just such a deep and rich, like story to them. Um, and not to say some Marvel characters don't, but I don't think it's the same as DC. I think DC. No, just, I think. Just uh, yeah. DC just does shit a lot differently. Like they do. Darker, and that's the thing with Batman is Batman has such a darker rogues gallery. Like his bad guys are just they skew so much more adult and dark, and I think it's awesome. So, but all that's to say, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to see less like this is you know Superman, this is Batman, this you know like we 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 know them, and and I love Batman. I'll watch every Batman movie forever. Um, but I'm excited to see more. So speaking Except of Superman, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Superman Legacy is going to be his next or DC's next Superman film, which they have not made a casting announcement or anything, but um, it's going to be written and directed by James Gunn. Um, Maybe directed, it said, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. I, right. How do you guys feel about that? Like knowing he, the stuff he's done? Well, he did that. um that dark super kid movie. Bright Remember Burn? recently? Brightburn. Oh, Brightburn. Yeah. yeah. And that was interesting. I'm not going to lie. I really liked that movie. So I I don't know. I think it could be cool. And I, I mean, I love James Gunn. So I'm here for him to write and direct like everything. Cause... Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, it's these are major characters. He's going to do a good job with them. Uh, I hope I just hope that not everything comes out like guardians yeah like that is now that you say it's maker silly goose yeah Yeah, he's a very future commandos looks to be silly goose like that's why i say that yeah he's a very comedy focused writer director that is true i hadn't really thought of that and that's like we don't want to get marvel yeah you know we don't want to have everything we marvel at the same time, like Marvel yeah. does their everybody's quippy, everybody's funny. Well, because that's what this kind of looks like is this is obviously like, oh, this is DC's attempt at what Marvel did over the last 20 years. 
or since yeah. 2008. And sure, that's what it's going to be. Like, that is the goal is to have mm-hmm. a joint huge universe that works, right? Yeah. Like, you want to have a DC universe and you want it to work and you want everybody to eventually come together if they need to and not come together. I think the big thing that's a positive is that they're instilling the Elseworlds thing from the start. Like, hey, we're going to have Elseworlds story and they're going to be labeled as such. And that's what it is. And I think that's a good move because then you can keep your your big universe a little tighter and a little, you don't have to connect every little piece to it in some way, shape or form. Otherwise the internet blows up like, well, how is this connected? You know, like, yeah, this is an elsewhere story. It's its own thing. It's own universe. Like just watch and enjoy it. Yeah. Like Battinson and Joker movies. Like it now that's just on its own. Leave it alone. Yep. Well, I got to say, I really liked that comment of like, this stuff is quote unquote elseworld. So they exist. And that means that they're going to be able to do, however many fucking one-off Batman stories they want. And those are going to be like, you know, the Batman is a great Batman movie, you know, and we're going to have more room for more great storytelling without having to tie it so heavily into something else, you know? Yeah. He made a point to say something about that staying like, he's like, that's like our detective universe, Batman, you know? Mm -hmm. like (laughs) Because I think he's going to try to go more like, don't get me wrong, Batman's a detective, but he also does a lot of like, you know, fighting and stuff too that they yeah. just didn't really get into too much in. I, I mean, as much as they did, I mean, they did a lot of fighting in the Batman, but it wasn't like he wasn't being like coming from the rooftops. And, yeah, he'll be more you know, superhero using, yeah. his, using his zip line around. Like, right. Not just as like a, a like to get him out of a a big hole like he'll actually be like almost spider-manning around yeah right the city and i think oh sorry no i was breathing i, I was i was gonna <laughs> say i think they're just gonna keep that like a realistic batman and then they'll you know yeah they'll do more shift the realms batman. on the other one mm-hmm. right 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 yeah. yeah well like if you see like the art that they're showing with like the brave and the bold like that what was the fuck was the guy's name um that I can't think of the artist. The artist? I have all those comics. Um but anyways, like that art is like really awesome and very comic booky and very cool and very action. And I'm just like oh, Grant Morris? Or no, that's written. Yeah, Grant, Grant Morrison Morris wrote, wrote it. Grant Morrison the... wrote all that stuff. But yeah. that's all that matters. Like that Morrison era stuff. Like yeah. that was awesome. Well shit. The hype like, part is it's gonna have Damien. I mean for yeah. a Robin on film, I think Damien's probably the one to go. Um, I'm a big Tim Drake fan, but if you're going to have a detective Batman, you don't necessarily need detective Robin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's I been think, long enough. Come on, man. Damien's yeah. a cool character. Like, why yeah, not? Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. He's a cool – he's a really cool character that can kind of challenge Bruce's humanity shit with the I don't kill people. Because that's already a scene, like, I hope they do it well. Because, first off, this fucking jit runs around with a sword, and he kills yeah. people with it. Mm-hmm. So He cuts someone's head off immediately. Yeah, so it's going to be fun to see how they tackle that. And I'm just so curious about the casting. Well, yeah. since we kind of cut up to that, we might as well talk about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they also, he made a point to, like, say, like, Bat Family 
attachments. So we're definitely if Damien's already a piece, that means we already have Nightwing. Yeah, that means we already oh, have yeah. Tim Drake Robin to be in his own thing. I mean, which like super also <laughs> also really smart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. coming into an existing Gotham City uh, with existing connections and you know like older heroes that have been moved moving on you know moving from sidekick to hero now you know what i mean i think that's you don't need intro movies to everybody all yeah, the time yeah. and in well, all honesty like we rarely actually get intro stories to superman so it makes sense that he would do one for superman yeah yeah because even i mean even man of steel was when he's already like an adult, you know what I mean? It's Clark Kent. That's right. a Clark Kent movie, not necessarily a Superman movie. So yeah, I, I think Superman legacy. So his quote is it focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice in the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old fashioned and a release date has been set for July 11th of 2025. So, yes. Close but far. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's so, you got to remember, there's four movies coming out this year still. So. Yeah. Yes, yeah, this year or is the like that, yeah. the reset. <laughs> so the reset mm-hmm. goes Shazam, then Blue Beetle. Aqu- no, Aquaman's last. It goes Shazam. Okay. Blue Beetle. Something. Well, Flash is somewhere in there, but Flash yeah. should be last, right? Because that's the true reset. Well, the weird thing is, no, that's not. Oh yeah, look in the group chat. I sent the timeline. Okay. Um, yeah, it goes Shazam, Blue Beetle, Flash, Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But you're right, Aquaman should go. I mean, well, I think I mean... Aquaman's probably going to incorporate whatever happens in Flash. You know what I mean? And it'll be the first yeah. set. Set up. Oh, Aquaman just has to end with whatever finishes up in Flash yeah. at the end of it. So it yeah. doesn't really so matter. So Shazam is order. March March seventeenth is Shazam. Flash is June sixteenth. Blue Beetle is August eighteenth, and Aquaman is Christmas Day. Hmm. Okay. Bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it, it it still worries me because they shot that Aqua movie, Aquaman movie, like fucking seventeen years ago. So huh, we'll see how they make it work. <laughs> but they did shoot that shit like two years ago or more. Yeah. Well, they did a bunch of reshoots though, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I just still can't get over James Gunn acting like it's the best movie he's seen. I just wonder if he has like sarcasm yeah. in there. I wonder <laughs> I think too, he has and to I wonder. Say that. Yeah, I wonder how much he has to say it, right? Because yeah. it's like, it's like, uh, you know, it'd be like the fucking president being like, "America sucks." Yeah. <laughs> America's I mean, like my third favorite country. <laughs> but you know, like, if this doesn't work, they're in for some shit. Like, if this does not work, they had just laid out it. like a ten-year plan. They're gonna be fucked, and I'm sure they're already hurting, like financially, from the losses or whatever their previous movies not performing well didn't do. Like, if this does not work, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so next we've got Lanterns, which is a Green Lanterns TV series. Um, is that on HBO? Some of yes. them were specified about Everything HBO. Everything is. 
So they're doing it as a police procedural in space is how they're talking about. Like our vision is that it is very much in the vein of true detective. So this is with, uh, and place uh, who's Saffron? Oh, Saffron's the other guy. It's Pete, Peter Saffron, right? That's James Gunn and him are splitting like the creative control of mm. DC. Um, and he says, Our vision is to make it true detective, whatever. It's terrestrial based. It will feature prominent lantern heroes, Hal Jordan and John Stewart, and is one of the most important shows that we have in development. Uh, this plays a really big role in leading into the main story we're telling across TV and film. That's so cool. interesting. It'll be interesting to see John Stewart. Um, you I know, feel like get... this was already in the works too, um, mm-hmm. because we knew there was supposed to be a Green Lantern Corps show yeah. or movie. So I feel like this is just something that was already kind of in the works, but they're like kind of altered it to fit whatever their overarching thing is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that sounds yeah pretty neat. I can't wait to see Ron Reynolds in it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I liked his. Green Lantern. That movie. I was mean, dumb. his Hal Jordan is great. Yeah, right? he was. Like, but yeah, yeah, he's also Ryan Reynolds. He's just yeah. He's just one of the most charming people. Yeah. in the world. Like son of a bitch. Yeah. That son of a bitch. He's got it all. His wife, bro. Isn't his wife, bro. He, no, isn't he married to like <laughs> Lily Sobieski or some shit? No, he's married to um, someone oh who God, looks Blake like her? Lively. Same shit. Yeah. They're the same person. And they seem like they really like each other. So, but yeah. you know, we've we thought that about Chris Pratt. Who doesn't like Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Oh wait, what happened uh, to Chris Pratt's wife? He got too famous well, and she got upset. No, he, his original wife Anna Faris, uh, he left oh. after pretending like they were the best couple. Like they basically portrayed themselves as like the best Hollywood couple. That was like the whole thing. Wow. They were like the cutest Hollywood peeps. Um, and then he left her ass. <laughs> so Fuck yeah, dude. I'm Mario. Um, it's the Christian way. Yeah, exactly. Um, for Arnold Schwarzenegger's grand granddaughter or daughter or something. Oh, I don't fuck know. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, his he's daughter. Coming. His daughter, right? Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. coming um, all the time now. So the next one is the authority. <laughs> the authority is a movie based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods. This is a Wildstorm comic, which yeah, uh, obviously DC bought Wildstorm years back, um, so this is going to be the first live action uh, show or whatever live action project based on anything from Wildstorm, which is pretty cool. Yeah. and it was mm-hmm. it was a Jim Lee comic from the '90s. Um, so the quote is one of the things the DCU is that uh, one of the wait one of the things of the DCU is that it's not just a story of heroes and villains. Said Gunn. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. Giant things from the sky come and good guy wins. There are white hats, black hats, and gray hats. And then Saffron added, they're kind of like Jack Nicholson and A Few Good Men. They know what you want them on the wall. Wait, they know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. Sorry, I'm trying to read this, and I can't read. Um, I don't know what that means, that you know that they want them on the wall. I'm kind of confused by that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But... It's cool. Wildstorm was I, I really liked Wildcats. Do you remember that or whatever yeah, they called it? Uh, um, yeah, Wildcats with Grifter, dude. Grifter yeah. was the shit, man. Yeah, man. And Grifter's um, Grifter's officially like full DC character now, which is cool. I always liked him. Yeah. He was like he had that cool ass mask. Yeah, like uh, you know, he wore like face. a bandana around his face. He was just cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like wet works and stuff. I mean, Image Comics. Because all that was Image Comics, I believe. Yeah. 
Image Comics is fine. <laughs> it was really oh, edgelord. Man, they make some great shit. It was really edgelord, but, you know, it was cool to look at in the 90s. Well, Image was cool because Image was like one of the first comic creator-run comic book companies. Like, that was the whole yeah. thing about Image. And it's was- nice just because they have stuff that's not like just superhero shit. Like yeah. it's everything. Like I read a lot of cool homic, uh, horror books and stuff like yeah. that. With oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so cool shit. I'm excited to see some wild storm, um, stuff, you know, coming out. Um, and we will see. So then we've got, uh, paradise lost, which is going to be an HBO max series that is quote unquote game of Thrones style. I don't know necessarily what that means. Um, but it's set in the uh, all-female island of Themyscira, which is where Wonder Woman comes from, Princess mm-hmm. Diana's home world. So it's going to be, I think when they say Game of Thrones style, they, they're saying like basically because it's sort of fantasy feeling. <laughs> I think they mean like you know? period piece, Game of Thrones yeah. style show about yeah. the Amazons. Yeah. Just a weird. Yeah, a fantasy politics show like Game of Thrones. It's yeah. good shit. No, it's just a weird descriptive, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, when you think about, like, a series based on, like, well, some kind of comic book. Game of Thrones is just a hot word, so that's just a good choice. And it's a yeah, they're like show, so it's advertising. They're like, you kids like Game <laughs> of Thrones, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's on HBO Max, by the way. Yeah. Make sure you get on that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's HBO true, Max yeah. is going to be popping. Yeah. Um... So I'm excited for that. Uh, Themyscira is a kind of an interesting place, you know, like uh, in in the world of uh, DC. So it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with it and how they mm-hmm. decide to kind of go forward. Um, and, you know, Game of Thrones was cool. Um, I need to watch House of the Dragon now that I have HBO that I never lost. I'll definitely watch it. Um <laughs> The next big one we already discussed is The Brave and the Bold, which is going to be James Gunn's first uh, Batman project. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, which is very cool. Yeah, that's so. Damien is my favorite Robin. Like, he. Listen, he, if it weren't for Tim Drake. Yeah, if it weren't for Tim Drake, Damien would be numero uno for me, too, because he's awesome. Like, he's super fucking cool. So he I is. get it. I just. Yeah. I hope they cast it right man because yeah they have to nail his personality <laughs> i really and how it. old do you go do you think like because it's weird to think mm. about like a fucking seven-year-old kid no no, you no. Know, it's like, got to be at least 13 oh uh, yeah i was gonna say 13 14 for sure yeah, yeah. i think that's the right i think that's yeah. the sweet spot right he's, is he's like gotta be a kid still and not yes. like a man so i think like 13 14 yeah that's yep. that's what i was saying is like how you know there's gonna be He's got to be that age of balance. teenage boy when, like, when when you start coming into mobs of them, like you could easily kill them with your bare hands if single, <laughs> like like if there's one of them. But when there's like three or four of them, it's like, oh shit, there's fucking kids, you know, like groups of teenage boys between like the ages of like thirteen and fifteen. I fucking hate them because they're because they can do whatever they want. You can't do shit to them. They can destroy and pillage. <laughs> Seriously, I was watching a. a I was looking at something on Reddit the other day and it was like this grown adult like chasing down this like 12, 13 year old boy and like slamming him to the ground because like the guy had driven by like he had dri- his wife had driven by like in the neighborhood and the kid had thrown like a dead snake in her car in her 
car while she was driving. And then the kid was like, the kid was like, you're a fucking pedo, you fucking kid fucker. But like just saying these things, like for no reason, just being a fucking shit kid. So the guy got pissed off, came out and like ran and just like fucking pushed this kid to the ground. And he's like crying. But it's, it's true, dude. At that age, they can do whatever they want and you can do nothing. They can do whatever they want. They have free reign. There is no... There is no recourse against their actions because they're minors. Yeah. So you can't right. beat the shit out of them. No, that's when you train, you raise and train a equally young kid to beat the piss out of them. <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> you birth a son, you adopt like a equally aged son, and you're like the only earning you have to like earn, like the only living you have to earn here is you have to beat the shit out of this kid every day. Like it sucks, man. I got your back. You'll never get in trouble. <laughs> it just blows. They can literally do anything: arson, murder, and they don't have to. You know, they it, they get no <laughs> re oh, no, no repercussion. Again. Like, yeah, uh, should you get in trouble somewhat, but not really, been. dude. You could literally burn a house down, and like, I don't know, you you might get a couple of months in a detention. You just tell them that your your parents yell yell a lot, you know. Yeah. God, you have such boomer takes right now, Jesse. Anyways, what? I'm going to read the quote. boomer take? <laughs> uh, his, the Brave and the Bold, his quote, uh, James Gunn's quote about the movie is, this is the introduction of the DCU Batman, said Gunn, of Bruce Wayne, and also introduces our favorite Robin, Damian Wayne, who's a little son of a bitch, which is like a great description of Damian Wayne. He is. Um, <laughs> yeah, and his mom, his mom was a psycho too, so I mean, no, he his is mom technically wasn't. a son of a bitch. His mom yeah. was a very well-measured Talia Ghoul. Yeah, how do you yeah. think she got with Bruce? She's a yeah. super well-managed, like-minded assassin lady. And he said, quote-unquote, it's a very strange father and son story, <laughs> which <laughs> I also love as a description. Um, but after that, uh, oh, and it's confirmed, obviously, this is not going to have, um, just reading what The Hollywood Reporter said, this is the, obviously... Uh, confirmed not to have um, Pattinson playing Batman. There will be a Batman sequel. Obviously, we know that. Matt Reeves is working on his sequel for The Batman. Um, uh, But it's going to be Elseworlds, obviously. Um, We don't know shit about that, right? It's uh, tentative release date is October 3rd, 2025. Uh, The quote from Safran is, 2025 is going to be a big year for DC. (laughs) Like, I'll say fucking... Batman, oh, Superman, fucking everybody's coming out. Uh, so that's that's cool, man. It's going to be a very important year for uh, DC's tentpole stuff. So we don't really know anything about that movie yet. So other than obviously the release date um, that they have set for it. So okay, because there's a lot of like fake images of, of like it's Mr. Freeze and like a lot of fake like poster things that look definitely fake. But I'm wondering why is everybody saying that it's going to be a Mr. Freeze movie? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I think people are hopeful. You know, it's one of those things. It's just people, people like the already got a story picked. So I don't know if anybody's got insider info or not, but Hmm. he already knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I just feel like people like to pretend like they know shit. You know what I mean? Like, especially with movies, like there's so many like fake websites or websites that pretend like they have like inside info that there's like come on dude <laughs> come on dude get out I of mean here. with them doing the little joker flash in it 
like it really I mean, if they teamed up in the second one and then the third one, was, it's just like the whole like j- war of jokes and riddles thing that Tom King did. Yeah. It'd be pretty awesome. It'd be that real be, awesome. But it'd be pretty cool. Really could. I don't know if that'll happen. But either way, I'm excited for that. Um, I haven't rewatched the Batman, but I did enjoy it when it came out. So uh, I think. More of that is going to be good. Matt Reeves is clearly a really great writer-director. So um, after that, we've got Booster Gold, um, which this, I think, sounds really cool. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really know what Booster Gold was, like, as a character. It sounds so funny to me. It's <laughs> all about, loser? like, yeah, he's a loser <laughs> from the future who comes back in time and uses his knowledge of the future to become a superhero, I guess. Um, and technology, obviously, to pretend to be a superhero. And it's speaking of he, Ryan Reynolds, like I feel like he could play yes. this character so well. Yes. yes. Uh, but Gunn described it as quote unquote imposter syndrome as a superhero, which is really funny because if you've ever if you've ever worked somewhere and gotten into a role that is you know out of your league, <laughs> you know, and like <laughs> you realize like, oh, I'm I'm in over my head. Uh, that just sounds like a funny idea as a superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it um, definitely does sound good. I'm, it almost sounds like Peacemaker could have done it, but maybe not John Cena. But Maybe, yeah. But uh, Ryan Reynolds does seem perfect, but I think maybe he's too expensive with all well, the other and, shit that they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he would love to do uh, have another swing at something like that, like a, as a superhero movie. He's done, you know, he's done Marvel, he's done uh, DC at this point, and he's never hit his stride yet, so Deadpool. I think it would be interesting. Deadpool oh, I'm sorry, perfect. I'm lying. I was thinking of, <laughs> it's funny, I was thinking of original Deadpool, and then I was thinking of oh, um, mouth original, um, his first MCU movie, The Blade, uh, when he was... Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Was he even a yes. character from Blade? He was just a dude. He was um he was one of the mate he was a uh, teammate with Blade so he was yeah, on the cover of his name No I'm trying to think was he like an actual comic character or was he just a Oh I don't know a generic yeah, I don't know I think he was just a generic Hmm that's a good question cuz we would have heard Yeah and most of the um, like Midnight Sun type people are or no whatever they call them I think no Wait a minute. Yeah, because I think that Midnight Sun shit did start with Ghost Rider and Dead and Blade. Who knows? Well, they, I think yeah, they're they're in that group because they are like anti-hero bad boys that well, fight. Like I have demon-y. old comics. I have like an old comic run of like called the Midnight Suns, and it's like Blade, Ghost Rider, Morbius, uh, a bunch of just kind of edgelord dead dudes. That's why I was surprised that that's <laughs> edgelord why, dead dudes. That's why I was surprised that Midnight Suns was a game about like emo kids. Literally, their yeah. tag name in the tag name in the game is the emo kids. And <laughs> it's a bunch of like emo teenagers when I was like, but Midnight Suns was a bunch of like the adult aimed Marvel comics with all the dead like satanic characters. Mhm. I don't get it. Um, it's because they're trying yeah, I don't to know. bring Satan to our children. Yeah, they're trying to get the devil to get into our babies and make them do cool stuff or whatever. Yeah, dude. Uh, 
so the next one we got was um, Supergirl World of Tomorrow. And I wonder with this if they're going to include the the girl that they cast as Supergirl. Um, on the show? I, on the TV show? No. Uh, yeah, the one that was in that was cast for Batgirl. Oh, um, woof, woof. Forget her name, but oh, I feel no. no, no, no. See, I feel for that girl because that was like her break. You know what I mean? That was gonna mm. be like a big deal. Melissa Benoit. Benoit. Yeah, Benoit? that would be Benoit. No, no, that was the girl from the TV series. Yeah. No, I'm talking about. Oh, you're there talking was about a Flash. Latin. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yes. Okay, that's what she was cast for. So then maybe they will bring her in. Because Flash is still coming out and is going to supposedly shape the future of, you know, this universe. So it'll be interesting to see um, if that continues forward. So but either way, um, this is going to be a uh, this is going to be a movie uh, and it's taking cues from Tom King's miniseries, which I guess was called Woman of Tomorrow. Um uh, it's going to be a different take on what most people think of when Superman's com- cousin comes to mind, uh, is what Hollywood Reporter says. So, quote unquote, we will see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents uh, from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl, who was raised on a rock, a chip of Krypton, and who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life, Sick. and then comes to Earth. She is much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to. So that's going to be an interesting. Uh, keeping it adult. Yeah, keeping it adult. Well, like you don't want to have Supergirl be the exact same thing as Superman. Yes. If that's and you're doing your first like section of movies is going to be have two super men and girl characters like you don't want them to be the same thing. They have to yeah. have something yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so cool. I'm I'm into that idea. Uh, I think it's. I'm feeling you know, this. I I think again, the more adult, the theme for DC, the better the separation will be, from the MCU, and I think that can only benefit them. So yeah. Sure. Last thing was Swamp Thing, which is going to be a horror yes. film that promises to close out the first part of the first chapter. So their quote unquote phase one, I guess, would be the idea, right? Um. Swamp Thing's super cool. And like Man Thing from uh, Werewolf by Night was awesome. So if they can do something similarly uh, practical, I'm I'm here for it. And they already have like, I don't know that he would come back to do uh, this, but like, isn't James Wan like horror buddy? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing, he's doing Aquaman. I've already worked with him. So, right. I think he's still doing Aquaman. I think he's doing Aquaman 2 still, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Or uh, Gunn probably has trauma guys he could tap. You know, someone that's come up from trauma. There's a lot of dudes who have done trauma horror movies in the past that are now, you know, kind of bigger names in horror. So that'd be interesting. I mm-hmm. I would love to see them really stick to horror when they do it, you know what I mean? Cause like werewolf so. by night was like, it's going to be Marvel's first horror thing. And it was, it was really cool. I liked it. It was inconsequential and short. It was friendly, fa- uh, family yeah. friendly though too. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're going to do it, do it. And especially James Gunn horror is where he comes from. You know, that's like, that's his, 
his uh, training, his stomping ground from when he came up, you know? So right. I would love to I mean, see they're him. bringing in Damien for Batman, which is a little assassin. You know, they're doing Booster Gold, who could be very raunchy. Or oh, for sure. Crazy. Yeah. He's just craziness, you know? Uh, they're wanting to do that different Supergirl storyline, which sounds dark. So, yeah, I think it's... I like the direction of it. I I'm I was quite impressed and happy to hear what we got. Yeah. My only worry is it sounds like a lot and it's almost like well they kind of spoiled it. They just told us everything that they're going to do, which is fine. No, it's- he said at the beginning this isn't everything in the first part. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. He made a point to say that. He's like, this is not everything. He's like, this is just what we're willing to share right now. <laughs> that still feels like, God, so much. But I guess it is. It is a lot. It's a lot. So, But there are a lot of them are series, some animated. Like, yeah. It's only, what, four movies, technically? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I guess some of those things will just be a couple of episodes here and there. Right. But, um, but we'll see. We'll see. I hope, yeah. man. It's it's a, a really great possibility there is a lot of like randomy there's a lot of very suicide squad looking things in here for me and like suicide squad uh slash guardians looking shit like a new group of like random heroes you don't know about like those earlier ones which is cool i know he's good at that i just hope that they're good i don't know how else to say i just hope it's (laughs) not more guardians you know like (laughs) <laughs> because Suicide Squad was Guardians, full on. That that Starro Suicide Squad movie last year was Guardians. Yeah, yeah. I did. Honestly, I personally didn't even. Well, I think we talked about. It. I, I didn't love it, but I thought it was fine. It wasn't. Ter- it wasn't a bad thing to watch. It was. A, it was. It was a successful superhero thing that was cool. So I I can't really be upset about it. John Cena was really funny in it, and they, it it was a successful superhero thing. So I can't really complain about him doing what he's been doing. So I guess whatever, if if it does come out that it's more Guardians, fine. Um, but I I I can imagine it's the Superman Legends or whatever Superman Legacy in the Brave and the Bold is really what I'm waiting, what I'm hoping for. Um, yeah, because the reset. I'm just curious to see how the reset's gonna go because. I feel like most of those movies were thought they thought they were going to be in the first run of DC stuff. And I think that they have for the most part worked them into a reset once they realized they had to reset. So I'm curious to see how are the, what are they going to do to Aquaman to make it work? How, <laughs> how is this like, are we going to watch it and be like, Oh God, they tried, but you can tell this was a different movie or are they going to pull it off and it's going to be fucking awesome. Right. It's yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah, man. It's I'm like kind of into the idea of them getting in front of all this, though. I think that's pretty cool, you know, like to give us this much. Yeah. It's like a pretty yeah. big deal, you know, especially in Hollywood. <laughs> like they don't like to share. Uh, early. I mean, if you really look at it. Right. Like they only gave us two that we knew were going to happen, which was a Batman and a Superman. And the rest are like not like major 
upfront characters except for lanterns, which we had already heard rumors or they had already planned in the old DC to have a lanterns movie and a series on HBO. So yeah, to me, all the other stuff is just like, you know, characters that we never would have heard of, you know, and I think it's good to put this stuff out on people in people's minds now versus later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like we knew there was going to be a Batman. We know there's going to be a Superman. I'm more interested to see what potential other majors we get down the line. Um, and I think it'd be good for them to hold those back as long as they could. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm not like, I don't think it's a bad thing that they showed us this. I'm just surprised by it because, you know, just thinking right. of um, Hollywood being what it is, like, you know, they'd want to keep something behind or in their pocket a little bit, you know? Yeah. And but, also it's Hollywood. So some of this is going to change. And at yeah, least one sure. of these things will not come out. And something we don't know about will come out. So that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Too. That's true. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. But yeah, so that's it for the DC news. I am hype on it all. Um, it's yeah. interesting because it's like we should probably know better than to get hype, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to no matter what. <laughs> um, Different people. They've been making changes over the years. I know Jim Lee took over like the comics division, I think, completely like yeah. a few years ago. And, you know, this coming out is just, I don't know, they're moving pieces in the right direction, which is, I don't know, hopeful. So. Yeah, it does sound cool, and on the other side, Marvel's going to be getting ready to fucking show their X-Men. So what- I got my Ant-Man tickets, but yeah, I don't, I don't know that I care. Yeah? <laughs> oh, I've been hearing some stuff, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. This, I haven't been this paying one's a lot good. of attention. This one's supposed to be a big one. Okay. Like, I got to watch the, the first two. I, I've heard there's some... A picture is leaked oh, no, of something or a character, no. and then it got taken down quick. And so I haven't heard who the character is. Nobody really knows. Oh, but like the hype of the person that like said it, Galactus. he's like a okay. Know, he's like a good person. Like he's usually Uh-oh. accurate and like right. So is are we getting um, Adam Warlock in this? No, he's in I don't Guardians. think he's in this. Okay. He's in Guardians 3 with them. Okay, okay. That's it's really stupid. I knew I knew we had seen him. <laughs> it's really stupid to yeah, bring they, him. It was like after the Infinity War. Like he is supposed to be Infinity War guy. Yeah. Yeah, they put a picture out of him like in an outfit for a magazine or something recently. Okay. Well, I I don't know. I'm I'm just not I had no real like I don't know, uh, hype for the trailer. I, oh. I was just like, I mean, I liked, I liked the actor that's going to play Kang or that's playing Kang. I like him a lot. He's terrific. Um, yeah. And I mean, he was amazing in Loki and I think it, he's like a cool villain. Like he's going to be, um, he's going to be scary, you know? <laughs> Well, the thing for me, like the fact that they showed so much in the trailer with Kang means there's something bigger. Yeah. 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 Could be right. Yeah. It has to be. I I would honestly expect someone big to die, too. Yeah. I think Ant-Man might die. Wouldn't surprise me. 
Because Maybe. I mean, he's getting old. It's it seems I've like I liked all the Ant Man movies too. So I, me that's too. Another reason I'm kind of high. Me for too. It. I I mean, <laughs> I love uh, I love him as that character. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's something I should be into. You know. Yeah. It's just one of those things that uh, it didn't grab me right away. So I don't know. We'll see. That's fair. But yeah, yeah, so that's it. I'm going to jump out and go travel to Atlanta. I'll be in Hotlanta. The boys will either. I don't know if this is the end of the end end of the episode. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, man. We did it, guys. (laughs) It's such a good episode. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Jesse had this idea. I appreciate you thinking about me because, you know, normally, like, if I don't know, if it wasn't that I've never missed an episode, the only one I ever missed uh, got lost. So it just was one of those things I was like, it feels weird to not, you know, to, I want to keep that going. So, yeah, yeah, of course, man. You guys know where to find us. Go to our link tree, Nerds the Podcast. Go to our Instagram, Nerd Podcast. Go follow me at Jester954 on Instagram to see my wonderful records. Go watch Jimmy's John. Jimmy's John Sandwiches, Wasteland Sandwiches on Twitch as well. I'm totally going to do a sub stream. Right <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. But you know what to do. Twitch.tv slash there's a podcast. Oh, and I did want to say thank you. I'll probably say thank you again, but longtime friend of the show, Rory, came through. Super awesome. He wanted us to play Dead Space, so he sent us a copy of Dead Space. He actually mailed us a physical copy of the PS5 Dead very Space. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. We appreciate you very much for that. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a nerd. Um, do you want to play it, Aaron? I mean, you're about to go out of town, and I think that game is like three hours long, so I'm going to beat it first. No, yeah, you're good. I think it's like eight hours long, maybe 10, maybe 12. So I think I'm going to try it this weekend. Maybe I'll stream it tomorrow, which is in the past. Saturday. Yes, Yes. it'll be the past. Yes. So thank you for joining us. So he will have streamed it. I will have streamed (laughs) it, maybe, because I'm also out here training fighting games, but who knows? You never know what's going on in the multi-nerds of madness. Multi nerds of madness. Fuck yeah, like dude. Um, yeah. So find us, give us kisses and hugs and whatever else you want to give, <laughs> and we will see you in a week. I love you. I mean it. Bye bye. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye.